ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hoops of all ages, you are now tuned in to episode 40, the start of season special live from Johnny Blue's bar with me, the King of Cans, Gary P, the Prof Carl Royley, and we are Tales from the East End, and this is our audience. <laughs> So we have to cut to the sponsors, lads. Cut to the sponsors straight away. We have to give them a big, big thank you because they've supplied us with all the beer, the cider. Thanks to who? We're going to have an interval and we're going to have loads of food and it's courtesy of... And as you can see, we are adorned in Johnny Blues by some lovely flags. And who are the flags made by? Flag You train them well. We have to. Uh, do you know what? This was not scripted, by the way. This is all <laughs> off the bat. Um, so we're going to go over to a couple of guests. We have a couple of guests who are missing, so we're going to skip a couple of the, the, the things that we had planned already. We're going to do some news, first of all. And uh, there was an interview with Gary Shaw where he revealed the full extent of his broken arm and it wasn't for the faint-hearted, it was quite gruesome. And the doctors were forced to throw bone fragments in the bin after injury, he had nerves rewired. I think Dunster saw his scar, didn't he? Oh, it's, it's oh, did, did, did you show it? It's nasty. How were we talking? Yeah. Uh, what, what was the length like? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about... <laughs> never mind the length, what was the girth? <laughs> Was it was it a oh, nasty one? Nasty. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. it's not something. It's not an arm that you would regularly break. It's not the. It's, it was the upper arm, wasn't it? It was. It's quite a strange injury. It's humorous. Yeah, it's humorous. I set him up. He knocks him down. <laughs> set him up. Knock him down. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it was it was lashing rain as well. So it wasn't. He said it was it was one of the People worst times of his life. People were surprised by how bad it was. But remember at the time he was rolling around in agony. And as you say, the rain was the worst. He, played, he said the, the rain was the worst he'd ever played in. Plus he's got a broken humerus as well. So yeah, so we made two more signings since our last show. We've Joey O'Brien and we have yes. Danny Carr announced in the last twenty four hours, and he has gotten the prestigious number nine. So that's a that's a big is it a jersey. is it a gift or a course? That's a big jersey. But like Carl said to me yesterday, Mark Quigley wore that fucking jersey before. So. <laughs> but listen, it's a, it's a massive sign and and uh, it's 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 going to be a big one. I hope I hope he does well. So uh, Joey's a Crumlin lad and a Rovers fan that we found out, and he hasn't played a competitive game two years. So uh, listen, has anyone seen him play? For Rovers, anyone see him and, and see what he was decent, see if he was like, I don't think anyone has, but he played in Portugal, he played nearly 70 minutes. He came off with a knock in the last well, game. Go. Yeah. Ho- hopefully it, we, uh, it works out anyway, but Prof, you were going to say that I have yet was more, eligible for some international squad. I have yet more tribute for Mr. Dan Kerr, he's eligible for a Trinidad and Tobago. So we could have a Trinidad and Tobago, we have yeah. Cape Verde International possibly with Pico. There was a quote from him saying that he trained with the under-20s. But then when I interviewed him, I said that to him. He said, "He said, no, I didn't. Don't know where that came from." <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't actually train them. I wonder where that came from. Where that materialised? And if you thought the creepy stairwell was creepy, <laughs> you should have seen this janitor's barn. Oh, I know. Here, steady <laughs> on. Dan Carey. Steady on, Paul. This, this was dodgy. <laughs> Very dodgy. And Carey, you made your video debut for the Joey interview. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was quite cool. And as Jason McLean said, "Is there no end to the prof skills and abilities?" Never. <laughs> And uh, if you saw the video that we did, and you saw the one that Man United announced Sanchez with, 
Ours is actually better. I actually like that. I like the way. He I liked it. I liked the Sanchez one. The club did the thing of him walking out through the door, and then the, the interview was done as if he just walked back in through the door yeah. from Ireland. <laughs> no, like, I don't like that. I'll have him oh, naturally. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was a joke. Was a joke. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. It took 10 takes, and that was the best <laughs> oh, Carol, have you got the buzzer available? The buzzer? I have a whistle. I think you're going to have to blow the whistle. Jay, is it? The first person, take a piss. While we're recording, the first person to take a piss. Pat wins a prize! <laughs> For the smallest bladder. <laughs> but obviously, you, but obviously you've never been on the Gary Three. Yeah, you obviously haven't gone yet. So Pat Kilmer wins our fourth giveaway. It looks like you sold the raid on the Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Talent time is all right. Yeah, so um, yeah, so the prof even makes cartoons. Did you see his cartoon? Excellent oh, fucking stuff, yeah, man. Good, Do you know what? I, I had to text him as well. I said, Carl, this shit is too deep. I need you to explain some of them because he's just next There's level. A intellectual he's like new. He's ne- yeah, he's next level. So <laughs> check it out as well. Excellent. Check it out on History League of Ireland on Twitter. It's really, really good cartoon. Someone replied to me on Twitter about the cartoon. It was Mick Conroy. And he was saying that like these cartoons have really come a long way since I've been doing them. What he's talking about is he did cartoons for the Glenmalor Gazette. That's right. And it's the 30th anniversary of the Glamour Gazette. Yeah, I was I'd say it gave him a, a bit of a. Yeah. You know, he was liking to see that still going. So we're planning a little special, actually. Maybe him and Jason Maloney, he was heavily involved with the Gazette. So we're planning that Good LJ. Yeah. Badly missed today. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so what else have we got? We currently were going to say it's got some cultural and political references, which we do not. No, no political talk in here. You, no. particularly Jason McLean, you keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leo's in there, but no politics in there. It's not politics now. And uh, yeah, so we're asking everybody four questions today. So lads, you can sit there and you can mull it over. Our four questions are going to be: predict where Rovers will finish in the league this season. Who will be our top scorer? In the league, and who will be our player of the year? And finally, we want everybody to give us their favourite Daily Mount Park memory. So, when you're in the hot seat, those are the ones we'll be asking you. And we were talking about our favourite. What about the fifth question? What's in Pat Cal Martin's bag? <laughs> <laughs> now, here, listen, that's a bit of X rated. Does it look like snuff? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> yeah, so first up, we're going to ask uh, the Ultras. It's Fikra and it's Neil Waltz. Come on down. Sit in the hot seat, lads. I'm watching you, watching this. Watching me, watching Dunster's watching us, watching himself. Hold on, Johnny Blue, where's Johnny Blue? Johnny Blue's supposed to check them for flares. <laughs> we always get them in anyway. Now, Neil, uh, I believe you're a Crumlin local. No, I'm from Kimmage. <laughs> yeah, <like a> the <laughs> age old argument, 6W till he dies. You can see yeah. her yeah. <laughs> So we're literally around the corner and we had Fika on the show before talking about our Ultras uh, connections and all sorts. So he told us how we got into the Ultras and people like Joe the Hoop and, and what you thought about that. And Ray, tell us who wants to go for us. How did it all start? Give us the origins. Well, let Neil go first. Neil, how, how did it all start? We know, we know there was five founding members, but... Give us your take on it. Well, I think Fake was probably better off. I'm not passing the day. <laughs> yes, you are. He's, he's been involved longer than I have. I only kind of got involved maybe 2012. So Fake was in it three or four years before that. So he probably knows the best. But, but Fake, tell us your first experience. Tell you what, give us your first experience with the Ultras. So I started off 
not being in the ultras, but basically looking for any little job I could do, kind of thing. So yeah. uh, basically, Joe the dig out. Yeah, Joe the hoop. Really he used to just give me like ten flags to put out or something. <laughs> Let you lay down flags yeah, and seats and things like that. You were away. part of it. Yeah, you know? it, was, it was good. Like so, um, yeah. Basically, I just run down to them and uh, see if they needed anything done when I was little, and then. I was probably about 15. I think it was 15 when I got involved, like actually doing the plays and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the group had already been there for at least five, five years already when I got involved. Well, that's um, still, that's, I mean, 15 to get involved, so you're pretty much in it from pre-teens, I mean. Oh, yeah. I know, I wasn't even the youngest, because we had uh, Stan Tormey was in the group at the time, and he was even, he, he was, was 12 even So who showed you the robes, Neil? Uh, well, when we were over in Lithuania, uh, for the Ekranas scarves over there, uh, I got talking were you there for no well, there was two, two of the other lads Sam and Carl shout out to Kenny B for the Akranis scarf <laughs> I, I noticed your 6W pronunciation of Akranis <laughs> I'm Akranis so that's the crumbling and the void already <laughs> kicking <laughs> in that's definitely from Kim as Kimaj with a J <laughs> so when we were over there we got Paddy with some of the lads over there and we were saying like we, they were the same age as us and into the same stuff so we are like oh, well, we kind of want to get involved me and a friend of mine uh, kind of got involved from there and we haven't looked back since yeah no in fairness you're doing a smashing job I mean it really does add to the we, we, we were literally in the proffer literally just behind you so we, we just kind of observe everything we like we like to have a view and yeah. we don't want to get involved in the madness but we, we do appreciate everything that goes but, on but do you have to excuse that it's not fingernails uh, it's not paint on the nails it's uh, <laughs> I'm noticing your shakes as well. We had podcast nerves. Podcast ready for Friday on this morning, so there's paint all on my fingers. So you were doing a bit of where were you doing a bit with displays? Yeah, for Friday we were. Oh, lovely. So where, and did you find a space? I heard you were struggling to find uh, a space. One of the lads has a lane down behind his house. We had to go there. It's so not, you literally not, have to... Not really ideal when it's windy and snowing and freezing cold out, but we got it done eventually. Ah, so. Delighted, delighted. Oh, Looking forward to that, really am. So, um, what else have we got? We have, uh, apparently, the Fear No Danes. Freaker, you saw the famous Fear No Danes display, and it was on the Crap Flags Facebook page. What, do you, what did you think of that? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I left a scathing comment on that, and I was disgusted. They said that... Uh, they mistook it for an Ireland flag. Yeah. Because we were playing Apparently Denmark. you used crayons. But it was yeah. six years old, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Nick, I think, uh, your man... Tell us about the crayons. Well, we get our crayons from Poland. They're special. Craft <laughs> <laughs> crayons. Hold on, we have it's Tommy. The hurricane is ringing us. Hold on. No spoilers. There's only one Tommy Kelly. There's only one Tommy Kelly. One Tommy Kelly. And it's fucking right. So uh, in our first game in Portugal, we drew nil all with Dalcourt and Joey made his first appearance. I noticed a couple, a couple of uh, overlapping. Uh, runs <laughs> down by the winger, so I, I like uh, I like overlapping fullbacks. Apparently, he was uh, he was looking good, so looked very composed. Two red cards in the first half. Their fullback and Davy McAllister were sent off. Well, Dan, having a brawl. What did you think of that? Dan Carris having emotion because he pulled the guy's ponytail. <laughs> I, I think this was brilliant. Was it I thought it was brilliant. So so yeah, so I wasn't there, but I'm I'm gonna describe it because this is pretty much what it was. So the two of them were running for the ball. And Carrot literally just pulled his ponytail. He got away from him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sit down. And then a few minutes later, 
he was he was involved in the brawl, and the Macaster jumped in because, as you say, he's always the first one in for a rail. Yeah, I love him. Love Davy Mac. Anyone that's forced in for a railway is a robber, man. Yeah. Gives yeah. his sponsor yeah. by this year. Yeah, yeah. Sponsor by yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Because like it was so physical, physical yeah. scrap broke out two red cards. They tried to kick us off the park in that match. It was yeah, like, it's only a yeah. Like it's did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was they a were just very physical. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. But they, they were trying. Obviously, common sense because they weren't going to football. Yeah. They were just kicking us. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, were, they they didn't expect us to fight back like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. some of us were keeping an eye on Darren Dillon, see what he'd do. Remember, he got sent off from Tada. Darren Dillon is the yeah. man. Darren Dillon is fucking made of steel. He's a scary individual. The best thing about that brawl was the whatever happened happened for the free kick, but the referee tried to play on. He's like, look, we'll just play on and Yeah, didn't want to send anybody and then Sam Bowen just gets the ball, puts it under his arm, and they all run in. <laughs> <laughs> They're all kicked Good off. old Sammy. Um, yeah, so there was a mix of nationalities in their squad. There was quite the, the mix. There was Swedish, Gambian, American, there was Dutch, Kosovan, Iraq, Japan. This is going on. Turkey, Norway, Macedonia, Congo, Bosnia, and Morocco. It's like Tony O'Dell's accents in here. <laughs> and we won on penalties. Tom Marseille, the couple, and Dan clearly got the winner. And a lot of people had no idea there would be penalties, so some actually switched off. So did you know there was going to be penalties? Uh, I think it was asked kind of after nil all after about 70 minutes. It was a nice, it was a nice little surprise. Because the match was awful and we were like, we can't last, match was awful. We can't last another <laughs> half an hour watching this. Like, we're running low on guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brad's was very appreciative of your efforts anyway. It seemed to be. I just noticed like at the touchline they were just warming up and stuff. I thought, oh, extra time. But then it was penalties. Like, a lot oh, of people okay. were caught by surprise. Yeah, we'll go with that. But uh, Neil and the lads, they were very vocal. The game, like, you could hear them. But otherwise, it was really quiet. Like, you could hear a dog barking <laughs> on the screen. You could hear everything Tomer said. Like, when when a penalty would go past him, you just hear him go, Fuck! <laughs> Come on, bro! <laughs> Super stoked. <laughs> I always find it interesting when you go to them pre-season games and they're in a small place, like even the game against Luke. And you can hear so everything. You can hear everything and they need. Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't notice that. Right, well, tell us who so, was the most vocal that day. Well, probably Tomer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Neil, you were the, one of the first people to go to this game. Tell us about the trip in general and what you did. Give us. Ah, so it was a great trip. Like uh, we booked it back in December. We before the fixtures were announced, we knew that to be. We thought to be three oh, yeah. games. We thought maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right, or something right. like that. There was actually a massive gap in between yeah, games. Yeah, a week, yeah. maybe nearly. Uh, Five was, days. Yeah, it's still a long time Saturday, between games. Like, yeah. yeah, we thought to be. We just assumed that to be three group games, and mm. like, then the next team goes on and plays in the final. It was just kind of a bizarre format, but. Uh, yeah, we booked it back in December. We had a few beers on us and decided to go for the package deal. <laughs> Drunk flight. Yeah, yeah, I love exactly, it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So we booked, uh, and poor Faker was only there the week before with his girlfriend. He was absolutely <laughs> snapping. Like, <laughs> it's like he couldn't get a change because he had time off work and all. But Did you yeah. find any rivers to sit in again? Any rivers? You sat, I think you were sitting in a, in a geezer oh, yeah. in Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no rivers this time. We did go out to the islands, though. Did you meet any uh, Hammerby Ultras? Yeah, um, we said there was five of us. We drove, up, uh, rented a car at the day after the Dalcourt game, and we went up to Lisbon to a sport in Lisbon game. So uh, one of the lads uh, put us in touch with some of their uh, ultras. So we got to drink in their bar before the game. Uh, got to 
meet some of the Hammerby lads who are friends with them as well. So it was, it was cool crack. And the Hammerby link goes back goes way back, doesn't it? Yeah, that, I think as far as the um, the Jura Gardens game was it two thousand two? Was it? I think Dunster, you've yeah. known a little bit about that. We'll get oh, we'll get your yeah, two I, cents I, I, on the that. Senior, the senior, <laughs> the senior, yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about that stuff. There was an interview with Bradshaw after the game. It was like a couple of minutes, and then when they finished, you could see the lads in the background singing. And uh, do you know it's like Bradsy's? It's like <laughs> Bradsy was smiling the whole thing. Bradsy was acting. He had like an American twang. It was like Jason Maloney. Do you remember Jason Maloney's interview in Israel? Yeah. I think he was like trying to speak as slow and pidgin English. Yeah. Yeah, but Kerry, you were saying you were saying it was a great physical workout. Yeah, like it was great. Great preparation for the season because yeah. well, as Neil said, we're kicked off the park. But I mean, it's supposed to be better than playing against the senior league teams. But we're gonna get kicked, not kicked off the. Like we're not gonna well, be afraid of anything. But we're gonna be yeah. up against physical teams, teams that are weaker yeah. than us this season. We'll try. Yeah, no, it's to, we do need to be tough. Yeah, need, need, need in, the, in the interview, Brady was actually asked to say like, yeah, did, did are, like did, did, do you get? Are you afraid you're gonna get like you know, people are gonna think you're over physical? Yeah, that's the nature. That's what we're preparing for. That's yeah, that's what we're preparing for. Like, yeah, and it was one in all in as well. That's what I liked about. it I mean, one was in a row. Moff just tried to kick us out the park in the second half. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, the nine days, but they fucking they turned around and said, "Well, let's have his stuff." Yeah, and they fucking. And these were the young lads as well. But uh, as soon as there was a red card in the preseason friendly, you know, Johnny Ward was quick to pipe up. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the keyboard. <laughs> do you know what? This guy is so anti Rovers. Or anti Rovers, whatever way you want to sure say. Anti. I think Neil would say anti. <laughs> but um, he, hate, he hates Rovers. Anyone listen to the podcast, the Exercise Podcast? Or the, the 98 FM, League of Bar- LOI podcast. No, he is it's so anti Rovers, it's unbelievable. He does. Yeah, he did. He got an airbus with Julian Canny. Julian Canny's a gent, but this this guy does hate Rovers. It really does. He's he's quick to fuck us all well, the every time. Is, aside from the fact that like gone on about all the red cards, you can't really argue with what the, a lot of what he said. But like the second paragraph, what he says was the League Cup semi final win over Cork. We celebrated like we'd won the World Cup or something. Why is he singling in on that? Listen, you win something, you celebrate. Football is is all about being in the moment. I mean, like Tony O'Dowd said to us, Tony O'Dowd said that, he said, if we score a goal against Bowes, I'm going to celebrate like crazy because nobody's thinking about the next stage of play. Nobody's thinking about the next goal. Or the the pending car cases. Exactly, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have to set, like, if we score against Bowes, I'm not going to sit down and say, what what if we concede? Oh, I can't sit here and just not celebrate like a madman because we might concede. Fuck that. Go nuts. That's what it's all about. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's what uh, that's what we were talking about. Johnny's a Galway fan, so I suppose if Rovers beat my team eighteen consecutive times, yeah. <laughs> I would probably hate Rovers the too. Prof with the stats. Yeah. Hit him with the stats. Gary, Gary, show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he is. It's uh, we had Tony O'Dell there, Trace on our last podcast. It was really enjoyable. And a lot of people told us it was our best show and they were cracking up at some of the stories about everything that they were talking about and they were just genuine Rovers lads. They really, really had them out playing heads and volleys and everything. They were just game for everything. It was brilliant. And uh, thirsty fellas as well. (laughs) But um, we had, they were talking about their commute and they were talking about 
uh, they'd be on the way to training and they'd get a phone call and say yeah listen the park rangers over there we can't go training there anymore let's go yeah. somewhere else it was Train brilliant spa with and a couple of people weren't happy as well they were saying that the show was too long and uh, the ultras certainly weren't complaining Neil and Carl Seal posted a picture of the five year lads listening to the show in the car hung over the bits <laughs> Jordan Elizabeth, did you get through the whole thing? No, it was great because it's two and a half hours from where we were staying, plus stoppages for perfect listening. Yeah. Let go of what was in them from the night before, <laughs> mainly Carl Seal. Uh, so we had to stop two or three times on the side of the motorway for him. But basically, it was two and a half hours, so we listened to the first half on the way up and then the second half on the way back. And then we had the Rovers photographers did a football loves us video with Bobby George and Maggie. And Damien Duff did one where he finally said something on camera. He's no, more, <laughs> he's no longer a mute. Duffer and I have to say, Duffer looked good. He he see the touches. Yeah, yeah, the touch, yeah, he yeah. looked good. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. He did. He didn't do much for hours. It was just I don't know pit stop maybe towards his coaching career. But he he looked good. He still has that touch. So um, he finally spoke. And then we had Der- Tony and Derek. They did a football loves us videos for us. And it was it when Johnny Blue was. Or uh, football amanos in Portuguese, yeah. Carl. Or as Robbie Gapping says, football loves you. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did a, a we actually did a take. We we did a, an unsuccessful take on the Simpsons baseball episode, <laughs> where we had. Do, do you remember? Don't still remember this. Do you remember where no, they had Daryl Straw? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah, Ralph yeah. Ralph was picking the team. Yeah. We, ha- we did one of those, we did a take on that and it just didn't turn out at all. It was, it was terrible. It was pissing rain. It was pissing rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Derek walked by and I said, I'm a Derek. <laughs> but it didn't work out in the end. So, um, Carl, yeah, we, have to, we, have, we had to apologise to our neighbours as well, didn't we? For the yeah. broken window. Sorry to our neighbours for the broken window. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't your window, wasn't it? No, oh, no, no. Poor no. Mrs. Mooney. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had to put bars to keep people from crumbling out. So yeah. Bars out of them. Yeah, so Fika, at the end of our season special, last year we raised a glass to your dad, Rennie, so we will do it again. A good group who has inspired many to follow Rovers and um, he passed away during the fourth season. Uh, uh, when we got to Tala and sadly we have to do it again because we lost some Rovers fans recently and we've Richard Tully Senior passed away on Saturday morning and people would fondly remember him from the RDS era yeah. and then we had Dara Gillen who was raising funds for the Heart Children Ireland Association in memory of his younger cousin Paul Gillen Rovers have kindly donated a 2018 season ticket and a signed jersey so if you can donate 10 euro to his GoFundMe and enter into the raffle and the draw will be made this week and uh, Jerry Keane passed away last month and if anybody if your wives are fond of a bit of or your girlfriends are fond of a bit of decorating I'm divorced Jerry Keane <laughs> I've been I'm in divorced. Me- I, do you know what I've been in that shop plenty of times and I never knew he was a hoop and yeah. I've been in there picking wallpaper being dr- driven insane by my wife it's, it's actually a massive help to the ultras. Really? Jerry was a massive help to the ultras. Yeah, so let's get that out there. Jerry was a massive help to the ultras. And uh, Jerry yeah. was a lifelong Rovers fan. He regularly travelled to away games in the 50s and 60s, made one last match due to his illness. And during the homeless years, he used to sell tickets for some of the bigger Rovers games from his wallpaper shop on Talbot Street. So loads of people posted on Facebook saying that they remembered buying tickets from Gary's shop and Sean O'Feagre. Mate of yours, lads, yet to say this. He said Jerry Keane has been Jerry Keane has been and still is the main supplier of the ultras for everything over the last number of years. They provided us with material, paint, utensils and even a venue to do displays, flags, etc. For nothing or next to nothing. So the group honestly would have been completely fucked without some proper rovers people. So lads, raise a glass for Jerry. Well done, Jerry. Jerry. Well done, Jerry. 
And uh, Karen, you were going to say that's that the perfect segue. Something? Yeah, because Figure, you've got a new Ultras bag. Oh, the plug! The shameless plug. Lads, get your wallets out. Lads, I have to say, right? Can we get one free? This is like the late show that we all get. Audience. <laughs> Lads, yeah. it's, it's perfect because your flag is going to fit in it. Your cans are going to fit in it. Yeah, perfect, yeah. Uh, they've obviously brought in restrictions on Tally. You can't bring in any big rucksacks or anything. Meets so the restrictions. Fold the flag up, and if they say, oh, you can't bring that in, you can fold it up and, and put it in your pocket. So it's A4 now. It's A4, perfect. It's actually very, very have, snazzy. Have you, got, have you got the measurements down there? Yeah, absolutely. It's got a sneaky. Pocket at the front. I'm just examining it. It's got a yeah, flag in it now at the moment. It's it is, water it's, resistant. It's water resistant. This is not a shame. It's flow. This is a <laughs> This is an excellent looking bag as well. It's really good. So lads, get yourselves out and buy. Only ten euro out. available from after the Dundalk game. <laughs> <laughs> the first home game. Free to everyone. From all good ultra stands. From all good ultra stands. Yeah. And um. Yeah. So we're back to squad news now, and we have Mikey O'Connor's move to Rochdale collapsed. Very controversial at the moment, young Mikey. And the Rotherham manager, Paul Warren, said that there was interest from us. He came and he trained with us for a few days. He played in the behind-the-closed-doors game. Didn't see enough of him that he could offer him a deal. He said we tried to get him over again to play in the reserves, but because of international football law, we couldn't. So, regrettably, I just hadn't seen enough of him to offer him anything. We can revisit it. Shamrock season. Shamrock. You call it Shamrock. Shamrock Rovers season starts in a couple of weeks. So he can keep an eye on him and see what he gets on. He's quite a feisty little kid and he liked him. So uh, that's Mikey O'Connor's saga. It is a bit of a saga, Prof, isn't it? And if you notice, LOI transfers were absolutely positive. That move was going to go through. So I've got a motto, right? If you want to know what Shout out, Connor. If you don't want to know where they're going to sign a player, check LOI transfers and think the opposite. Because... Did he mention Greg Bulger? Did he mention Ethan Boyle? Did he mention Joel Custron? Joel Custron! No. We're going to get your pronunciation on this, Fika. Give it a go. Joel Custra. Oh, that's very, very subtle. Go on, Neil. Give us a Joel Custrain. Certainly not from 6W. You are not from 6W. You sang the song. No, yeah, we did actually. Well, I like to say, as Tony O'Dell said, did he ask me, was I Korean? The Joel Custra. He savaged my accent. So that's our, our ultras bags, and uh, now it, these are bags for putting stuff in, not for taking stuff out. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, Mikey O'Connor, and it's been a bit of a saga. I I blame the agents. That's what I do, because I think I, I think he's an impressionable young guy. His agent might be steering him in the wrong direction, and now he's in the fourth division. Scored last night against Derry and uh, he's being driven in the wrong direction oh, I think right, he's, he's gunning for a move to England he's getting game time but as you said it's in the first division if he's playing at Rovers even as a sub he's probably going to be on Teddy once a month yeah, but will Nobody's he get game time scout, scout him twice a week yeah. so but will he get game time I mean we, we spoke of it as constantly last time and we said we can't really tell what he's like as a player because we've, we've really seen him we, we've got glimpses but other than that, it's it's hard to tell what he's like as a complete player. We know what shots he's like. We know what Trevor Clark is like. We see him constantly. But we don't actually can properly tell what Mikey O'Connor is like as a footballer. So 
He played for Finn Harps in a friendly against Ligo, <laughs> and he left a lot of us scratching our heads because it was uh, it was confirmed that he was joining the Harps for six months. And he said, now this is something I thought was a bit strange. He, he came out with a statement after he went somewhere on loan, which isn't the norm, is it? Do you ever see people talking about... No. That's true, actually. Yeah, you don't, do you? No, no. Yeah, you don't actually hear of people coming out with statements when they're going online. No. So maybe he thought, this might be the end of my career. Yeah, so he could be leaving in the summer. So he came out with a statement and he said, I'd like to wish everybody at Shamrock Rovers all the best for the season. I'd like to thank the fans as well as everything. And I'm now looking forward to my long move to Finn Harps, which he'll be playing up front with his brother, I think. And uh, helping them get promotion back to the Premier Division and looking forward to it. Can't wait to get going. So lads, we're going to have a show of hands here. So this is a visual thing on a podcast. So, lads, would you have held on to Mikey O'Connor for this season? Show of hands. Yes. And we are looking at one, two, three, four, five. So, two, two, it's... It's hard to say. Pat's hand is going up and down here. It's hard to say with the visual. I kept him on because he's a good baller, but we don't know what, what he's... His attitude can be... There's a lot to be desired there, so... What I'm saying is, kind of, kind of you keep him on up. On the strength of his talent, yeah. Like, kind of what's Bradley seeing that we don't see. There's some, there's, there's like, like, a bit like Duna, where he had a couple of big, big moments. That's a, that's a great and show, he those off, and, yeah. he, and he was given a coming off the bench or whatever, yeah. And he got and he scored, he scored a goal or whatever, and then he starts and he, he's not in the game, right? For from me, for from me, what I know, his punctuality was a problem, but he wasn't, and his punctuality was a problem, and I think his attitude might have been a little bit to be desired, so. That's what you're looking at there, and Duno was the same. But I, I do like Bradley is a bit ruthless in that sense. I like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 we're right, he's right. He's right. We want the best. We want the best for our. Exactly, we, we do. Yeah. Why, why tolerate the, 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 the guys who do not yeah. take it seriously? Like, no, no, I wouldn't say it's not taking it. The fuck was that? Do you know what the the public there and just fell off the wall? That's that's a sign, is it? Tommy Kelly, Tommy, come on, come on, Tommy. <laughs> this is the story of the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as for why uh, Mikey chose to go to her, it had to be his brother. Yeah, it definitely is. He's too good for the first division. But maybe thought if I go to Bray or something, I'd be on the bench. It could be quite a shrewd move because he could bang them in. Like he scored against Derry last night. He could bang them in in that division, and they look like a superstar. So yeah, well, nobody's gonna pick him up in England. He's playing well, like, I don't know, like lads. I'm gonna I'm gonna sum this up for you. You said nobody's gonna pick him up in England. Don Cowan was bought for sixty grand by Stevenage in the first division. That fucking says it all. That guy. Well, he's had three or four moves. Do you know what I mean? So anyone, if Don Cowan can get a move for sixty grand, by Ste- you know what I mean. So uh, that last that's been the ultras. Oh yeah, our four questions. I have to. I'll have to revert back to our, our notes. So, lads, I'm gonna start with you, Figure. And our four questions are: so, give us your prediction for Rovers where they'll finish in the league this season. Uh, I've already stuck a few good ones winning it. And, uh, I'm stick with that. Super stuff. First. That's a good bet. Right, and what else have we got? We have uh, who'll be our top scorer in the league? Gary Shaw. Gary Shaw, Daddy Cool, and who'll be our player of the year? <laughs> no, uh, I think it's probably going to be Roland Finn this year. Roland Finn this year, the captain. And actually, we had a conversation about this last night. Will he, will he retain the armband? I think he will. And finally, uh, give us your favourite Daily Bound Park memory. I think, I'd say my favourite one's the. Do you remember we were in um, the first division? 
Okay, this is going we, back. <laughs> 2006. I'm loving it already. This is the cup, man. Yeah, cup replay in Dalyman Park. A certain uh, Rings End native. It's got, <laughs> got a double. Murphy's head of the panel. Yeah, Gareth Farley basically got sacked. Yeah, up in the stands. Yeah. He was on. taking the throw-ins. He was taking yeah. the, <laughs> the corner kicks, the penalties, everything. So that's your favourite uh, one. I had him in my cartoon. Gareth Farley's head. Yeah. in the Balls Museum. <laughs> it was class. So uh, give us your prediction, uh, Neil. Uh, El Nilo. I think maybe, I don't want to say that we're going to finish third again, but if we do, he'll be a lot closer than I was last. I don't know how many points was it last year. Was it 15 Too points? much. I'm second. I can't remember the total, but yeah. So Close just bridge the gap a lot, a lot more than what it was, and distance Fun. ourselves further more from fourth. But yeah, we can still compete Fun. if we're doing that because if we're close to them, whoever wins the league by six or seven points is like anything can happen towards the end of the mm-hmm. season. But uh, give us your top scorer. Uh, I'd say Burke this year. Because uh, you forget, oh, yeah. last year he missed the, yeah, the last two months. Yeah, and, and he started the difference. season late. He didn't have a preseason. Yeah, so I think. Yeah, that's a great show, and he'll be our player of the year. Um, we'll be seeing what like Clark and Burke can do, but I think, as Fierke said, hopefully Finn will come into Finn the will season. step up to the plate again. Yeah. And finally, give us your favourite Daily Mount Park memory. Uh, well, there was the replay as well, but I remember it wasn't even against Bowles. I think it was Waterford. Uh, in was that 2003 it was, there was a big pyro display before oh yeah it was Waterford again, Robert Two, against Waterford that was 2005 2005 we was it fight, that was a relegation yeah, play yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. we got beaten so I, I just remember all the, all the <laughs> carnage that ensued not much happened on the pitch but yeah. <laughs> carnage <laughs> right so lads that's it and uh, give them a round of applause lads that's the Right, and now, uh, next up, we have Paul Dunster. Donahue, you were supposed to be here with Buzz, but Buzz is bedridden with a sickness. And, uh, as, like, as, as we were going to call him, the, the Bukaki Baron, as we were going to label him. Dunster's making a pit stop for a can. Yeah, yeah, I hope he doesn't mind me calling him the Bukaki Baron, will he? No, it's, it's Sunday social now. It's Sunday social, Sunday social now. Tonight. Don't forget, check out all yeah. Buzz's social, social nights. Yeah. And, uh, oh, what was like I going to say? Oh, the, uh, Buzz is U of A, and you're a Roma, so how does that work? Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, not really too well at the moment. But it's funny because like, like, uh, he, like, he's U of A, I'd be Roma. Uh, and as you can see, Johnny Blues yeah. is strictly Roma. Strictly Roma. And, uh, strictly. Across John Bourne's Roma. Uh, Dave Bourne and Fergus are both Inter. Oh, I didn't and, know that. And, Ma- and Martin Moore is Sam Doria. So wow, Sam Doria. Yeah, I love the only origins of that yeah, one. So, so we, all hate, we all hate Juve. So Juve! <laughs> 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 what, what was the chant in uh, Modena? Vaffanculo! Juve! Juve! The only bit of Italian everyone fucking used that weekend. There's no grazie or anything. Just... Could I have a drink, Vaffanculo? <laughs> you were both in Portugal and uh, give us a couple of accounts of the trip. How did you go? Granted, uh, we flew out Thursday morning, uh, got in there Thursday afternoon. I have to say, that where you stayed looked stunning. Yeah, we had a luxury. Yeah, we were in a, we, we got a really nice hotel. Uh, I think Buzz booked it three rooms, so we got like, it was like, not, it worked out like 90 quid a room. So well, I got like, I had a room class. on my own, like for, for double bed, all that breakfast. It was 90 quid, so it was 30 quid oh, a night. Great, lovely place. Yeah, so we flew out towards the morning, got in there towards the afternoon, and one of the rooms was at Ralph. Everyone was like, it was kind of the holiday, was having a sleep, and then 
<laughs> one of the rooms wasn't ready so Martin and Robbie ended up sitting in my room waiting for that and by that stage it was like half two and we just, and we just went drink <laughs> we've spared yeah, our what yeah, we do yeah, drink yeah. and uh, there was a five or so game in uh, Quateria yeah I didn't go up to now uh, there was obviously there was uh, Forky and yeah, uh, Can I just say this? Was Forky rambling around on his own for the whole yes, trip? Yes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Every time I saw Forky Facebook, yeah, he was, he's, he's like, like, "Where are you?" He's like, "Where are you?" He was like, "Zero responses." Fucking better walking on a beach. One or the other. Jesus. But yeah, but I think I was having Paul Thomas went down to it, and but there was Kempes in the farm. Kempes, yeah. So there was there was obviously there was Sporting Lisbon, there was Hammerby, there was Avellino. From oh, Avellino, yeah, that's yeah. the one I, I mistakenly said it was Novara. No, it's Avellino. Avellino. Avellino, yeah, that, that, that's that's a funny connection because I, I met them in Stockholm in 2008 and they they came to Dublin since. Wow. And then I've met them in Rome. They come down when we go to Rome, they generally come down that night. They, they basically drive from Avellino like with a with a bill full of fucking bills and we hang oh, out we hang out on the street in Rome and drink cans brilliant, brilliant. yeah they're got really great lads absolutely fact, they, they, what a city they flew here to us and we brought them to brought them up to Derry really yeah they came on the hill to see bus to Derry and it was I never forget that because it was like uh, I think the kickoff was like about 2 o'clock and the bus was leaving like a half 9 or 10 so we were kind of afraid uh I was going, oh shit, I forgot to tell them about the awful eyes and that up on the yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I really forgot to tell you. The awful eyes is down up at 10 o'clock, and they're like, one of them had a suitcase, and he went, oh, you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's a suitcase full of bills. You're like, ah, oh, fair play. We're sorry now. So the Hammerby game was another nil all draw, and uh, Hammerby missed two of their penalties, and Horgan didn't actually save them. So it was uh, Bork, Grace Finn, and Carr scored their penalties, and the stats said it all how we played 15 shots. Four and nine, one on target, and Finn hit the post, yeah. and Boyle stood out again. Apparently, yeah, it was uh, like a thirty thousand seat or same. Was it? Was yeah, very it was, isolated, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually built specially for the Euros. Yeah, and it's not used by any club there. I think they might use it for like League Cup finals, but I know Gibraltar use it for international. We play, I think we, we played, played there once. Played yeah. there, and I think Northern or-, or Wales may have played there as well. But like, it's, out, it's literally it's out in the middle of nowhere. It's about, it's about, it's like about 40 minutes from Alvin Fuera. So uh, yeah, that was like, it was a great ground, the pitch was a bit, but, I, but yeah, it was kind of funny. Like just the small crowd lost in it. Massive big stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it good cracking the crowd? Like It was, yeah, it was good fun now. Like, got to like the very, FBI kind of, Obviously when an 8 o'clock kickoff, there was like, Plenty of time for Rovers to break the whistle, so the Rovers crowd was very like drunk and noisy and stuff as usual. Like so a bit of an impromptu rave at halftime, <laughs> <laughs> but, which was which was which was good crack. Disco in the Algarve. That was disco in the Algarve. Yeah, but uh, the guy that was kicked off the pitch. Uh, I don't know. There's a few people got into the pitch at halftime that were like. Uh, Few people mess with them, but the whole thing is you forget. Like you always forget. Like I think you're gonna forget that people you're so used to dealing with the guards here or whatever. But like all those cops out in the pits, they all had guns on their hips. <laughs> that's the thing. We're taking a That's That's a Beretta. That's, yeah, like we we were like old lads. You know they all fucking. I know it's only a bit of crack, but <laughs> did they know that? Yeah. And uh, I I think I saw there was a couple. I think Roy Noshar tried to. 
Get his own. My, oh, Jesus. Open goal. Missed. <laughs> he tried to have his own warm up with the team. Uh, unbelievable. But uh, yeah, Michael O'Neill, we'll move on now. And when Michael O'Neill has signed a new contract with Noran Iron. And, uh, as, no, no such thing as Noran Iron. And uh, I know you were a huge fan of the man Pop. I love Michael O'Neill. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, hope no. not, I hope you're not a fan of Northern Ireland. I do, yeah. I follow <laughs> Northern Ireland with Northern Ireland planet, yeah. yeah. I remember when we interviewed you before, you said that Pat Sullivan works near you. Yeah. But we actually haven't been able to get him on the show, so he can in a good word. If I ever see him, like I haven't seen him now in a while, he, he, I think he walks up around Harcourt uh, Street somewhere. So I haven't seen him in a while, but if I see him, I'll, I'll think yeah. of, uh, we had a we we talked Mero Mero from What's the Story podcast. So check out What's the Story podcast. Yeah. That's a bit of a quick plug from yeah. there. He, he couldn't twist his he, arm. He couldn't twist and he's yeah. pals with him. He best, couldn't twist his arm for us. And do you know what? He couldn't. Yeah, and he couldn't even get him on his own podcast. Yeah. So yeah. I think we're yeah. we're an uphill battle there. Uh, yeah, he, he doesn't actually. It's funny. He kind of strike me as the kind of quiet boy. But I think back in two thousand and eleven, I did a couple of preseason interviews at training. And uh, he was—he actually—he's actually quite chatty. Yeah, he actually was because the rest of them were a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, game of time. While he was quite actually, uh, yeah, he was getting stuck he, in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have someone is farting, lads, and it's <laughs> yeah, wrong. Me. It's Guinness. Yeah, you're drinking Guinness. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, so this is a topic that's close to your heart. The squad photo went up on Facebook, 2016, and fully enough, it's taking a Stanaway Park. Stone Troll from Johnny Blues. Johnny Blues! Johnny! Johnny Blues! Johnny! Johnny Blues! Lads, I was out the other night and I came across Jerry Rowe. And Jerry Buzzer has retired officially. Is he not playing with Crumlin? He was with Crumlin. And he's officially done. He said the doctors told me he can't do it anymore. And You do know the Jerry Rowe, Carl's Jerry Rowe story? No. Just in case you like. I don't like this is what we want because you know you he make, said to me in the club you make, he said to me you may get you may get uh, you may get Carl on one day but you know Carl is in the Liberties right the Liberties here right so it's 2000 around <laughs> 2006 <laughs> he gets a knock he says uh, there's a knock on the door I think it's Ma or someone that goes it's Carl there's someone here for you and he walks out and it's it's Buzzer standing at the door <laughs> and he goes uh, all right <laughs> you're a Rovers fan aren't you and he says yeah he says uh, and he says he basically got his kit his whole kit and went here you can have that and he has cool he's a cunt yeah because he said to me I said to him so you're coming on the show or what and he says you're only trying to get me gargled so you can spill the beans I said we on the did you get fucked off the bus or what he goes fuck off tell me yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's true sorry well the cards are true, you tell me nothing yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, and the man who started a senior career in that two thousand six season was Podge, Podge Ammon. Yeah. And he was in action for Newport County against Spurs in the FA Cup and the first game was a one one draw. So prof, give us the stat for that again. The stat that went viral. Yeah, I like this one. It was one all draw, the two goals were scored by a player who scored his first senior goal for Shamrock Rovers, two thousand six, and the player who scored his first senior goal against Shamrock Rovers. Spurs in 2011. I think it's all about them. Yeah, well, we did, yeah. So that was a game. Uh, Buddy Buffet. I missed it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't run a bus to that. That was on a Tuesday yeah. night, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. You were yeah. studying. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Hey, you were getting fucking surgery. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Paul Jamond or uh, Paul Drake Almond. Paul Drake. Well, I like it. Like is that Chinese? Yeah, so we're going to go for our four questions, which have disappeared. No, here they are here. And so we're going to say predict Rovers finish in the league this season. My heart says win the league. It's always heart and head. Yeah, yeah it's heart and head. I, I, I think we'd finish second. I think we can get be, I think we can get between Cork. I, I don't know whether Cork will win the league or... Oh, I honestly don't think Cork have it in them this season. I think it's a once-off to blip. But funny enough, I thought you were asking me wrong. I probably... It's one of these things that some fucking Cork cunt are... The law cunt is coming. But I'm actually looking at their two... The the President's... Obviously, the President's Cup game is going on as we speak, or it's over or whatever. And I was actually looking at the... uh, I was actually looking at the teams, and... Like, uh, on paper, I don't think either team... I I think think Cork... Like, I think Cork last year had a particular way of playing... Which was to get the ball up to Sean McGuire. Let him score goals. And let him yeah. score goals. And when he left, they tried to play the same way and it didn't work. And I think the players that brought in, the likes of McNamee, I think it's going to force them to comp- play a completely different kind of way. That they're not Which, able to that play. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying not able to play, but it might take them a while to get used to it. So yeah. If they have a slow enough start, like, uh, but even Dundalk on paper, I don't think. Everyone assumes they're going to win the league, but they've lost Bemelund. Spine, uh, yeah, yeah, like we're, we're not yeah. to win the league, so maybe well, like, like, that's three I think, I think, I think, I think a huge thing for like us so is I think we showed last year, like I know maybe earlier in the season when we played Cork, it was different, but when we played Cork and we played the Dock, we, we beat them, we showed that we're capable of beating them on our day, which is something that we hadn't done in a long time. Yeah, is beat yeah, top four but, teams. It's funny, look, if you were saying when when Thing was talking about like Rovers over kind of. Celebrating beating court, but they're the little miles. They're the little milestones that every club, that every team yeah. needs. They're the little yeah, milestones of getting over beating a team that you haven't beaten. They're all steps that, towards yeah, a bigger goal, aren't they? They're steps towards a bigger goal. And I think for us, it's more about how we play against the balls. Yeah, we have to We have to turn those draws in, 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 yeah. into the wind. Something that Michael O'Neill did yeah. really. And I, and, I, and I think, I think, I think the likes of Warford this year are going to be strong. I think Limerick will be. Strong enough, and I think there's everyone. Does I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are capable of taking points off Cork and Dundalk. Yeah, no, and that's the thing as well. They'll do us favors, yeah. Yeah, that'll do us favors, and so I think if we can get second, I'd be bringing both. I I, I wouldn't rule out us winning the league. So give us your top score. Uh, I was actually thinking about this, and I'm going to throw it out there and I say Dan Kerr. Danny Kerr. Surely, surely like, we can't sing like, that. Like, like, Shawzy, we can't disrespect Shawzy. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to think of something more reasonable, won't we? Yeah. Just there. You know what I was hoping for? I was hoping for everyone would Don't not say Dan Kerr. Everyone is would mention him, and I at the end would say Danny Kerr. But Danny Kerr. Bro, you're gone. You go home. I just think he's gonna have that. I think it's gonna be like he's gonna gonna be that unknown quantity. Yeah, and just and like. I put a. It's gonna be that unknown quantity in the league. Who is Dobbs just finished as a footballer? No, do you know what? I want one over there. Sound alarm. Yeah, the morning. You're getting a warning. And an historical comes out with you, you're fucked out. Yeah, no, I just like. I just think he's gonna like. It's gonna be a thing that like people. 
I don't know much about him. And he's kind of like, it's kind of hard to call what kind of player he is. But he got a goal, and once again, this was against Cardiff. Obviously, they were kind of, even compared to like some of the other junior teams we've played, they weren't. Glenn Malone Rowe was But he basically got a goal where there was a ball, someone had a shot and, he, and they shanked it. And it was gone wide. And all of a sudden, he stuck a ball And he stuck a ball He stuck a, a twiggy. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And like, I was like, I like, like that. that. I like that. Yeah. So I think, yeah. I think that's kind of like, I think Gary Shaw... It's great, like at that. No. At, yeah, but something different to show. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I think he. People think he's gonna be sitting at the shop, but I think he's he's gonna have some. It's a different option. Different. And give us your player of the year. Uh, I'm gonna say Greg Bulger. Greg Bulger, yeah. lovely. I'm gonna have to take him off the list of haters. <laughs> is he on the list of haters? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, from what I've seen of Greg is I wanted I wanted us to sign Greg ever since I saw him play for UCD. And uh, tough player. And. Can you imagine, right? Here's no, not to interrupt yeah. you, but let's. It's the bite that we need, right? Yeah. I cannot see for me, it's turning us over with McAllister. No, Bulger. For me, in the middle for of me, yeah. for me, it's not. For me, for two tough guys and a but baller. Yeah. Up for me, it's not even the bite. <laughs> for, my, for me, it's not even the bite. It's uh, from what I've watched them. He can he can basically do what Stevie O'Donnell does for Dundalk, where he's in referees. That's a great show, don't That's a great show. Where he's, where he's in referees here. Sorry to be putting in, we can beat balls, but can we win the fucking league? Ah, that's, that's what we're talking about. That's it. <laughs> so finally, give us. Easy, this, now, Dunster is. Easy. is uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can we beat? Can we win the league? You are a, a che- not checkered, but you've you've got a serious pass when it comes to Rovers. You're, you're there since the get go. Give us your favourite daily mount memory. That's it's a tough one, is it? It is a tough one, but I, I still have to. Like, but it's funny. It's funny. I have to still. I still have to say it's it's, it's the two 0 cup win. Two 0 cup win. This is very very popular. It's fucking brilliant. Like it was that that so unexpected. Yeah, not even that it was unexpected. I just thought we were so good. Those two games, uh, like to come back from the one 0 down in Talke, and like I'm nearly we nearly won it, wasn't it? Caso, Caso missed. Remember we? Yeah. Everyone remembers that Caso missed here. But if you ever go back and watch that, that basically came from. A ball's corner, and we basically played the ball out from our back, and like the whole move to let. Okay, if he had scored it, it would have been brilliant. Yeah. But the fact that he missed it and then brought the replay, I just thought like a tiger or, or Casos two goals that night were just great. Super goals, a fair yeah, thing. Like fair so for me, like I've I've seen great great ones over the years, but. I still think that's my favourite. Yeah. It's amazing. So I've I've noticed that uh, I I've been plugging our Instagram quite 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 a lot and uh, you're a bit of a vinyl head. Me, no, yeah, noticed, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like me vinyl. I've noticed it and I'm loving it as well because I'm a CD guy, right? I What's never got involved. What's <laughs> I've never got involved. But I, I was just I missed that era. But I'm a CD guy and I buy them every ah, week. It's something. Well, I'm, you're a hip hop I'm a hip hop guy as well, so. <laughs> I've noticed that uh, you're a bit of a sneaker head as well, yeah, yeah. which is something you're rocking the dunks today. Yeah, I've got me, the red and white like dunks, SBs the SBs. <laughs> so that's that's the thing about Rovers. Rovers brings cultures together. I mean, if you listen to hip hop, you listen to punk. You're a bit of a punk yeah, guy as well. Fan, there's yeah. there's there's stuff that you've been posting. I'm just like, oh, I'll give that a go. Yeah. I haven't seen nothing like it before, and it's it's the culture that well, we're yeah, all no, about. Isn't it? It's funny, like if you like your nineties hip hop, like all like. 
all that early 90s stuff. Big the L. vinyl, the noise. When you like, like I, I, I listen to like lots of different kind of music, but every time you put on one of those early 90s hip hop, you have to turn it down because it's so loud. Star, yeah, you've got it's your Wu Tang, oh, you've got your amazing. Big L, you've got your Public yeah, yeah. Enemy. Oh, yeah. Turn your mouth, hold the fucking turn the music down. Yeah, so, uh, and, and do you and uh, Buzz seem to have a food war online as well? Yeah, but yeah. And uh, the Portuguese wine and all sorts, it seems yeah, to be a bit, yeah. of, a, bit of a war going Calipa. on. Now, see, the, the, the big one with the the Buzz is Buzz now is I love uh, like Mexican food. Mm. And he spends a lot of time in LA with work. I've seen that, yeah. So what he does, is, so what he does is every, every time he eats in a Mexican restaurant in LA, he tags me in Facebook. So like, literally, I was down in Galway last year, and I was at the game, and the amount of people that said to me, I thought you were in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got out, that cunt's tagging me into Mexican restaurants. So, but, yeah, so that's it. Buzz is bedridden at the moment, so I, I, I get well soon to Buzz. Yeah, well, I couldn't make it here today, but that was Paul Donahue Dunster. Hey, Dunster! So we're gonna make. So we're gonna make a sub now, Prof. Is that right? We're gonna make a sub, yeah. And here he is. The sub is coming in. Is this thing on? The Prof is up. Right substitution coming off number ten, Paul Donahue. And his replacement, weighing in at two hundred and thirty pounds. Tommy Kelly! 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 Tommy Oh, we have passport to Johnny Blue. What passport? <laughs> <laughs> the passport saga that was Tommy Kelly over the last week or so. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, How's Portugal? Look, when I'm <laughs> sitting being asked questions like this, I'm used to saying no comment. I'm not a superintendent, Tommy. Don't worry, you can relax. You can take it, you can take it chill, Phil. So uh as, uh, as we heard on the end of season special that a judge advised John Connolly to retire from his career for five years. Did you get the same advice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. Yeah. No again, is it? Uh, so, um, Just tell us the story. Give, give us your tips. We, we were looking to make a bit of bills here. How, how are we going to make... Can we make some hooch in Johnny Blues? What's, what's, your, what's your top it's tips? It's a fucking long process. I tell it's you a long know. process, yeah? Give it, go on, give us a go. I should reveal the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hooch harder cannot reveal the secrets. So we're going to talk about our under 17s now and they start their season away to Limerick on the weekend in the March 18th and the 19s don't get don't kick off on the 25th of March in Cork and their first full season of the under 15s National League gets underway that weekend as well. So it's a busy weekend and there's been plenty of friendlies played in recent weeks. We have a brilliant performance by the 19s beating St. Francis Seniors. 
10-0 at Roadstone. So there was a 3-3 at Lone away draw as well. No, that was at the Roadstone. Taking any underage games, Tommy? <laughs> Sorry, how it worded that. <laughs> that sounded a bit odd. I could have worded that better. Tommy is very apprehensive of us here. Tommy thinks he's in an interrogation. <laughs> As your legal representative, Tommy, I can tell you, these lads are on your side. <laughs> yeah, but the 70s look very impressive again. They beat Kevin's boys. Oh, fuck the Kevin's. We beat them. Fuck Kevin's. <laughs> There's a serious uh, bit of angst between Rovers and Kevins in, a, in the recent years, so beating them 6-1 is a nice, nice result. And Captain Tilly 4-0 at uh, Rollstone, and congrats to Adam O'Connor, who will win his first cap for Ireland in the Centenary Shield against Wales. And I believe his mother was posting. She's part of the group, the Rovers group. She yeah. gets to a lot of games, so uh, congrats to his first cap. He plays centre-half. He, he, he certainly does. Apparently, apparently he's very good, yeah. Very good player. We have so, a proud granddad as well, Pierre Fitzpatrick. His grandson is uh, Jack Kelly. You put a picture of, of uh, Jack going to the 2010 FBI Cup final and now he's yeah, playing for the under-17s. Yeah. There's nothing better, is there? Yeah. There's nothing better. Imagine playing for your hometown club. It'd be, it'd be fantastic, which is something that we'd be... Carl, you have a bit of a coup on hand with Paul Jammond, I believe. Do you want to talk about that? We have an interview coming our way. We're going to ask him if he would like to finish career at Rovers. Yeah, and uh, Carl, Carl has secured an interview with Podge so keep your ears out for that he was uh, that couch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that couch that couch is soiled that is a seriously soiled couch and uh, yeah so our under 14s had a great result as well they beat Capri Rovers I don't know how to pronounce that and uh, in Bally Buffet in the SFOA round 32 so well done to Preusser, Reusser, Robbo and all Reusser, the lads. Reusser and Robbo. Preusser, Reusser and Robbo. Well done to all the lads. So the usual story with the League Cup draw, we have a boy in the first round and then we have either Athlone, UCD Balls or Cabin Teeley. They await us in the second round. So the official league launches on Tuesday afternoon and it was meant to be Monday but they moved it because of Liam Miller's uh, funeral. So rest in peace to Liam Miller. It was a um, terrible, terrible tragedy taken before his time. 26, 36. 36 years of age. And a fantastic footballer in his prime. So rest in peace. Remember he Miller. scored in Steve Sonson's first game. 3 0 win yeah. Sweden. He scored a screamer. He really was a prospect, yeah. The gaffer. Unbelievable. The gaffer, yeah. So the online megastore has been given a makeover and it was well needed because of a lot of criticism. Yeah. It was terrible. It was. It was shocking. There was so much empty space, like it was yeah. just weird. It was actually Dave Hitter to uh, design that, so fair play. It was shocking, it really was. And Tommy, I'm gonna ask you, can you remember your first Rovers game? Yeah. Yeah, you got out. We got out with jail. Tommy, don't be kidding everyone. Tommy, we'd like you to talk about it. Yeah, I remember my first time at Rovers game. It was in the RDS in 94, 94. The league winning season, was it now? It was Bowers on a Sunday afternoon, I think. Bowers on a Sunday afternoon. I'll never forget it. Never forget it. Literally nearly pissed me pants outside. Yeah. It was fucking mayhem. Absolutely carnage. It was my first ever arrest for Rovers. <laughs> it was 11. I'm a Royal prisoner. Who's your JLO officer? <laughs> and um, so that's that's your uh, your first ever Rovers game, 1994. 1994. Yeah. It was my mate's dad got me into actually. None of us ever knew anything about League World. All my mates yeah. supported Premier League clubs as we all do when we grow. But going to Rovers and it just sucked me in sucked me in straight away but that's the that thing that's what it's all about like I said to, to the prof 
I dragged the prof along and he, he yeah. told me, he said, oh, I might go to the old game. And I said, no, it's all or nothing. Yeah. Same thing with Kenny B. Kenny B yeah, got no. me involved. I introduced you. I still remember the time. I, I got to tell a quick story, right? I have to, I have to tell this. This is my, one of my favorite stories following over. I, I introduced Kenny B to Tommy and Kelly in Galway, right? One of the best away trips I've ever been on, right? And fantastic stuff so we're all running amok celebrating the, the late win right so Tommy gets on the bus and we're, we're jumping around celebrating and the fucking the, the driver saying podcast sit down he's giving out stink and, and, and Tommy says to me Jesus it was great to get the, the last minute snatch a point at the debt said Tommy we beat them 2-1 and that's what someone said you were on the fucking pitch Celebrating a draw on the pitch at the fucking end. What the fuck would you done if we had a won? He didn't even know we won to one. I said it was, it was, it was fantastic bits. stuff. That's yeah. the weekend my missus went away and I was let off the lead. <laughs> no fear. Let off the lead. I, I, think we watched, I think we watched 70 minutes of the game in the bar on the still. <laughs> the little window. Yeah, the little tiny window. Getting jockey backs. <laughs> but we're going to hit you up with the four questions now. Give us your prediction for the league finish. Where will we finish? I genuinely think second, but definitely challenging. Yeah, definitely challenging. It could be second or third, but we'll come close. Definitely, definitely challenging. Definitely challenging. And Cork aren't going to win. No, which nobody's going to win ten games in a row to start the season. And give us your top scorer. Who's going to get the Who's going to get the goals? Tommy Cannon. I was thinking Graham uh, Graham Bork, but. I don't know, I think Brandon Mealy is going to score a lot of goals this season. Oh, I'm loving yeah, that. That's, our, that's yeah, left field. That's, that's left field. Call, that's a good call. Considering how, how, how good was he in his first two seasons in a row. He was stunning. And would you play him? Right. Tell me this, where would you play him? I don't fucking know. I don't see what <laughs> fucking system Brad's was going to play all the season. <laughs> I think he's most effective in the team. You just mentioned a fucking three-man three man midfield earlier. Where does Aaron Bulger fit in? Yeah. There you go. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to play, let's say, for instance, for me, like I had this conversation with Pat Tully constantly. We're always talking about the midfield and rowers, yeah. right? And I said to him, Bowls away has to be Greg Bulger, has to be Davy Mack and Finn to, for me. Yeah. But then, yeah. where do you accommodate Graham Bork and where do you fit in Aaron Bulger? Yeah. So we, we do have a lot of options in our squad. We have a fantastic squad. But for me, I think we need two tough men and we, we need, need a footballer. We need hard men against Paul. Yeah. We, need, we, yeah. need, we also need a goal scorer. Yeah, but Bork, what do you do? Do you put Bork on the left wing and do you yeah. keep him out of the hole? We're pretty much sacrificing a man in the number 10 role. Yeah. If we on, do play those three goals. Depending guys. on what system he decides to play. Yeah. And he apparently three at the back has been popular in the last... going to score fucking 20 goals. You're going to get goals from everywhere. Finn hopefully will weigh in yeah. with at least 10 goals yeah. this season. Brandon Miller is going to score a few. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Bork, we do shot. have goals all over the pitch. There you go. And Danny Carr could pop yeah. up with a couple. Yeah. So For four months now, all we've been hearing is we need a 20 goal striker. Yeah. But exactly what Tommy just said. We do have we goals get 10 all over the from pitch. Melee, Burke, yeah. Yeah. We don't need 20 from one. We need 20. It's such a cliche. Yeah. Like, I'm so bored with it. So, who will be your same brand that's going to be your, your top scorer? Who'll be our player of the year? Who'll be a rock? I think it's going to be someone in the middle of the park, either Finn or Boulder. Yeah, you think they're going to be rock. It was Finn for me last year. Yeah. yeah it's I, I thought Finn was a bit of a late starter because of his injury Yeah, last year, but oh, he was fantastic at times. Early in the season, his injury. Bray. I went, took the kids out to Bray and Jesus Christ, he was getting dogs abuse. Mm. He just didn't show up. Yeah. And there was, like, there was lads behind me. Fuck me, I, I, the fucking abuse they were hitting him with. Yeah, it's giving him all sorts. And then he was immense then for the rest that's of the season. That's how it happened though, but that's how it happened. Yeah. Oh no, I, I don't do that. I don't, I don't no, abuse our own players. Never abuse our own players, yeah. never. Yeah. And um, right, we're going to go with our, 
our fourth question and give us your favourite daily melt. Oh. Memory now, is this, Look, this PC? Not, is it? It Can we talk? It, it was on the telly. My favourite daily melt. It might be, it might be on the sixteenth. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking dogs abuse from the soldiers on the fucking roof one night. We were playing balls in the garden. <laughs> and I was full of huge. <laughs> and Ronald Finn equalised. I think it was 2011. Yeah, and I'm scared. This is the lay header. This is me and Carl. The fucking lay header. The lay header. We thought it was Manus. We thought Manus got the goal. It couldn't be as controversial as the Twig slash Dean Kelly header. My favourite memory has me scared for life because I used to train with a lot of lads on the route. They're going, Kelly, you fucking rovers, tram, shut the fuck. So as soon as Finn, I was jumping around the cell and yarn without the window. I caused a glass just rip me Fucking hammer. Well worth it though. <laughs> Rovers! 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 So tell us this, where's the where's the chocolate cake? How can I fucking compete with fucking peach trees? Love it. So that's lads, that's Tommy, the Hurricane Kelly. Sorry, so lads, next up we have the Heritage Trust boys as Jason McLean and James Cook. Take a seat, lads. We won't make any hair jokes, I promise. Daryl got. We'll finally have a quiet audience now because Jason's here rather than there. Yeah, yeah. He's nearly knocking over the microphone as well. Come on. will I do it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. hold on. We have some oh, sort of... There's something it's going on here. It's not with a presentation with you a lot. Oh, <laughs> I'm loving this. <laughs> oh, oh, we have Jason McLean with the whiskey. Love it. Look at this. Oh, well, we're, we're going to plug this. The Pogues Irish Whiskey. The official whiskey of the legendary band. I reckon we're doing shots. <laughs> shots, 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 shots. Yeah. We have the Go official on. Rovers Cups as well. Yeah. <laughs> no expense, Bert. No expense, Bert. Uh, Nick from Thanks the Glimmerlore. Thanks to uh, who, who gave us these uh, laughs? Mark LeGrew. Mark LeGrew gave us these laughs. Okay, so out of everyone here, I think no one has been looking forward to this show more than Jason McLean. I reckon Jason has a Junior Hoops calendar up in his house. I do. And he has an X marked on February 11th. I do. And he's been fucking staring at it. I fucking do. You're every Jason, day. You know what? He even got the day off work tomorrow. <laughs> he took a week off. Hang on. He took a week off. I did hook him one day. Yeah. She has come back on Tuesday, won't we? It's weird that he has a double barrel name. And the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> barrel being the, the big one, but uh, yeah, so you and Carl have green oh, jumpers yeah, on. Yeah, tribute to Bradzer, you've both green jumpers on. Yeah. You're expecting a sign in here. <laughs> the mine's more of a professor's jumper because I've got the pocket for pens. And all. Yeah. <laughs> but you've not, you haven't got any pens in it. And Jay seemed to have made the distinction between a sweatshirt and a jumper. You seem to think yeah. there's a difference. Yeah, that, that's like, that's made of wool, that's made of. I don't know what that makes me. Basically, do on short notice, right? So, uh, no Neil Martin with you today. Can you remind us when Hibs were founded? 1875. 1875. Sure, so. Rovers were founded in 1899. 
No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wished it hard, but I was wrong. Hold on. You were right. I was wrong. I, I do believe you were right. some documentation popped up where they were found in 1890, recently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the artist's mirror. <laughs> no, there, has been, there, has, there, actually, there actually has been something thrown around. 1890, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's 1890, you know, and it's... Yeah. Like the gate set. And you've already... Uh, no, gates don't fucking prove it. <laughs> <laughs> so you've already ruined the Sandry Hoops 1901 flag and a few other flags. Barney got the 1899 tattoo on his leg. Yeah, well, oh, Barney. Fucking Dimmy just get to get tattoos there. That's their own And point. now you have to prove that 1898 theory now. Yeah, ruin Barney's tattoo. What's mean the 1890? There's no way. There was a. There was a. No, so <laughs> Fuck that. Now 1898, he said. Come on, let the historian speak. Come on, because I might have been a friend of them. No, hang on a minute. Let's let let's let's pull things back. Let's pull things back. There was a newspaper article in in the sixties that said eighteen ninety. Right? That's all there is. It's not from it's not from eighteen ninety. The the piece of paper that says eighteen ninety nine that Paul look at Paul up there, look the eighteen ninety nine. We were founded in eighteen ninety nine, that's fucking it. That's it. There was no eighteen ninety. I'm sure we have that. No, 1898, you're saying. Because it could have been a season. 98, no, 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 no. We, we've actually come across a piece of paper that says 1890. 90? Yeah. Is it from I thought that was a joke. For no, 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 that's no, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's from about 1940. No, I, I'm, actually, I'm actually telling a story now that I shouldn't be told. Tell him. <laughs> you can't tell her. I'm on fucking live telling him. Someone's a fucking teller. We found something. That okay. Someone someone wrote something about 1940 that said robbers are found in 1890. It's not it's not fucking right. It's 1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1898-1
It's so, not even craft beer, not this shit. What was the Who do we have to give a shout out to for giving us the um, We have to give a shout out to, actually, we got a taxi up here today, right? Um, and the taxi guy, taxi guy, like he said, oh, you know where he's going, lads, and whatever. And we told him the story. Aren't all taxi drivers Rovers fans? Well, yeah, <laughs> but, 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 but yeah, exactly. No, but, but this guy, his father uh, is a guy called Kevin Fox. And I definitely know Who knows the name. Kevin Fox? Tell Kevin me Kevin. it's not Brendan's he he relation to Brendan. Is it? Is it? Um, no, he, 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 he mentioned the 400 <laughs> Club a whole lot, but I definitely <laughs> know the name. So, yeah. anyhow, a, bit, a shout out. Well, who, to gave us the, who gave us the, the cups yesterday? Mark. Uh, Mark Legrew. Mark Legrew, yeah. Mark Legrew shout out to Mark Legrew because yeah. we're, drinking, uh, we're drinking Pogues whiskey. And we're Rovers, Rovers Cups. And we're could we be any more Irish? But here's the thing we're drinking Pogues whiskey out of Pogues or. Robert Cup and Mark Legrew gave us the cups and Mark Legrew is a cousin of one of the Pogues. Philip Sherman. The gay dead fella. The links go on and on. <laughs> I thought I was drunk, you are drunk in <laughs> So I have to I have to say I've I pay attention to your Facebook and you are you on Instagram? Instagram? No. But I will say you have serious lungs on you, considering you smoke and you drink. What, 15 miles this morning? Uh, yesterday morning, 15 miles. Yesterday morning, yeah, 15 miles. Now, I jog, I jog myself. I go out and I walk yeah. nights, so I, I do about 35 minutes a night. Yeah. I do four nights a week. Of, uh, it, I do it for mental stimulation more than anything. Well, that's what it's all about. That's Afterwards, you feel that, great. Yeah, that's what we're all about. Tell you know? what, two hours? Fair yeah. Plenty. Well, I'm doing the Rotterdam Marathon this day eight weeks, so like it just. Uh, I love it. I'm going to Rotterdam in March. In. Absolutely yeah. brilliant yeah. city. Rotterdam, Rotterdam. You know what it's about, though. It, it's yeah. about switching off. It's about getting you know your head together, or whatever. So it doesn't matter whether you're doing five k or you know twenty miles. So I, you could be a bit of a masochist. You could enjoy the pain. I think you do. Yeah, in a way I do. Yeah, fucking Yeah, I think I enjoy. Yeah, of course he enjoys Yeah. What about what about Carol's jumper? What about? What about? We're having jumper wars here. There's one thing to take away from the show, Gar, is that we should have put Jay on first. Yeah. Yeah. So last year, Bradshaw did a double marathon in five hours and twenty-four minutes. Yeah. And that was an average. I think with 12 minutes, 22 seconds, can, well, 22 seconds per mile, uh, mm. could you beat that? You'd knock, I did. You'd uh, knock the arse off that one. Oh, I did. Yes, uh, <laughs> I did. Four, four hours 15 last oh, year. Oh, you so. smoked them. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, yes. look <laughs> Yeah. Look at it. A marathon's a marathon, you know. Look, it, it doesn't matter what you do in, in three hours or well, six hours. You, it, you know, you still do... 26 points here in yeah. Wales so Could I ask you what, Why have these two young men Got loads of hair And you've got none <laughs> <laughs> Says the bald historian I've thought of her Over 29 years That's why I've no hair Jesus Jay Jesus Jay You can't the talk to So Jay uh, Jay you, you look like You've run a few marathons yourself On Facebook On your belts Are too loose for you now That's what you were saying You used to be a fatty Am I right yeah. <laughs> You were a you were a serious yeah, you were a fatty. Yeah, I was as fat as him. So when did you when when did you realise that this needs to this needs to end because you were a big guy? When he was the size I was. <laughs> Tommy, two hundred and thirty pounds. It was, it was when Tommy, Tommy got out of prison and I just realised. I just realised. Was Tommy in prison? Tommy got out of jail. That's different. Tommy. Tommy's in Jacks. Sorry, hang on. 
We were playing Monopoly. Yes. I just never wanted to look like him again. So I said I better get Ah, uh, you've knocked off a couple of pounds of fairness yeah. now. But, um, but he's one of them. He's one of them now. He's still a fuck up, but he's one of them. He's one of them now. He's all high. But you looked at me and he went, I had to put on a bit of weight, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Look at his tits on him. So, yeah, that's the hurricane you were talking about. So, yeah, we were talking about Wacker's tattoo of Derek Tracy, and Derek said he was frightened when he showed him. But, James, what's covering your whole back? Oh, God. Um. Well, you know, I love this I, now. I love anyone who's dedicated. Yeah. Oh, are, are, are we doing tattoos? I was a little bit late to the whole tattoo thing. So, like, I mean, the the first tattoo I got, it was probably about oh, I don't know, twenty eight or something. I got a Celtic cross, and right. then 65. you know, a couple of years later, steady on. <laughs> uh, I, I got a Rover's crest, but uh, where's the Rover's crest on your arm? It's on my arm. Yeah, yeah. Um, take your off. I'm a big Lauren Hardy fan. Big, big Lauren Hardy fan. So, like, um, as part of the ongoing midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you know, I have my plans. I have my midlife crisis plans. It's ongoing. So, I decided to get a, a Lauren Hardy tattoo on my back. So, I went into the guy, right? My me, me son used him a lot, this guy in Rathmines. And so I had this little, small little picture and I said, look, you know, can you, can you tattoo that on me back? And he said, yeah, 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 no problem. But he says, uh, you know, he said, like, it wouldn't really look good the size you want. He said, it would really look good, like, if you blow it up a bit. So I said, yeah, 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 I know, I know. So I said, look, yeah, go for it. Go for it, yeah. But, uh, massive, massive one. Yeah. We're still talking about the tattoo. We're still talking about the tattoo. Get 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 the do that in the mirror, you know, just say, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I love it, you know, yeah. but, um, so, yeah. can we have a look at it? Yeah, we have another tattoo, go, yeah, you, you're literally, you're riddled, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing compared to him. Ah, well, you've, uh, you, you've you not much fucking skin left, so, <laughs> I mean, where, where does your tattoo and en- en- uh, enthusiasm start? Where's your skin on top of that head? <laughs> 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 it, was, it, was when, it was when Tommy got out of jail, I just, I just wanted to get, I wanted to get a tattoo, and nobody, did you get one in? Did you get a tattoo? Which one are you in jail? Jesus Christ. Look at the editing on this girl. Yeah, the first one I got was this. Do you know what? A pal of mine in work has one of those SRFC. The exact same one. The exact same one. Tom, uh, Tom O'Brien. Absolute madman. And he has the same one. I love that. That's pretty cool. What's our favourite one, Jay? Just so you know, uh, Jay just pulled his lips. My no. favourite one is this one. Put his own lips out. <laughs> Which lips? <laughs> so you can't um, take that anywhere. <laughs> you can't take them anywhere, yeah. So uh, yeah, Jason talked a little bit about the Heritage Trust on the show already. And so what, what was your experience with the Heritage Trust? I mean, 
You well, I, I, I walked ahead for a while and then I, there was a lot of bollocks. They were all, they were always giving out and I was just like, I'm not having any more of this, so I fucked off. And that was it. Yeah, that was that, the end of it. That was like. That I think. I do you know. I think. All I, you remember about being in there. I think. I think. I take James's account of this. So <laughs> would it be possible just to give a bit of the background? Yeah. <laughs> it was boring. Yeah. I fucking. I didn't want that to do it anymore. So I was like, fucked off. So yeah. give give us your give us an account, James. Okay. Of, well, of I, I, I suppose the heritage trust. I mean, it, it, it was Rob Tommy. I suppose was uh, the brains behind it initially, and. Um, you know, he brought the likes of myself and Jay, Jay on, uh, on board or whatever. And um, I, I, I suppose really, like, the, you know, at the time we felt like that there was there was a bit of a gap where Robert's like, I mean, in terms of, say, you know, the, the, the memorabilia that was out there. Yeah. Um, and putting it sort of on display. And then in terms of, you know, keeping alive. I mean, you know, Robert's fans have passed away over the years, whatever. So keeping alive there in memory. So there was a lot of that sort of stuff going on. So we did a lot of that stuff. We, we collected, you know, as much memorabilia. And I mean, people were very, very good. People went up to their attics and dragged down stuff like that, you know. Our fathers, our grandfathers, they left behind or whatever, yeah. and they entrusted us with that. Um, and then, of course, like you know, we, um, yeah, like I mean, there was a lot of you know, Rovers fans that passed away that we, you know, we brought our families in or whatever and just made presentations and stuff like that. But I suppose we did it for a few years, but then I, I, I suppose, like I mean, we, we sort of felt that it, it ran its course as well yeah. because I mean, there's only so much memorabilia that was out there, yeah. And, uh, and that was a natural thing as well for you. I mean, it just naturally felt to you that this has run its course. Yeah, we we, we did. Like, I mean, there's only you know, so Carl much was involved do. as well, obviously, and, and, and a couple of other lads were involved. But we, we sort of felt, you know, the whole thing ran its course, and we sort of felt, I suppose, in terms of like presentation wise, we, we, we felt probably the club are probably in a better position. To sort of take that stuff on board, you yeah. know. So and you were happy to entrust them with that? Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, like I mean, we always work closely with the club on it. Um, so yeah, we were happy to sort of hand it off to the well, club, you know. It's amazing when sorry when the interject. But yeah. Think about when we got kicked out, how much stuff was pulled out of the skip. That was horrible. That's terrible. That's actually fucking terrible. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the amount, the amount, of, the, some of the stuff that we actually fucking have mm. was actually taken out of skips. Taken out of skips. Oh, literally taken out. And that was to kill coins. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. Like I mean, like said, Jimmy Conroy. Like I mean, you know, like Jimmy, Jimmy Conroy. That like obviously was you know with us from day one as well. Um, and like you know, like Jimmy had stuff that like literally he went up. Like when we lost Milltown, yeah, literally pulled out. Shocking, the and I mean, you know, like, and that would it, that would uh, that would contribute towards the the angst towards the kill coins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but see, yeah, like I mean, which is true, which is deserved, deserved the money is. Oh, anyway. 100%. Dump that stuff like in a skip I mean, and think, that, oh yeah, fuck that, let's get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I mean, was there something like there was a, a presentation from Zaragoza or something? There like was. There was yeah. a trophy that, yeah. was, that was presented to Rovers from Red Bull. I just find that. And it was on a skip. So, like, I mean, you know, uh, you know pe- when people sort of think about the, the legacy of the coins and, you know, what Rovers meant to them, I mean, to me, like, that, that, that sums it up because, I mean, you know, they, they drew so much 
Like, he just threw it on the skip. Like, I mean, all, all he had to do was... Like, we had he a, could have just handed it over We, we had yeah, a supporters club like, at the time. All he had to do was make a phone call to, this, you know, the supporters club and say, look, lads... We're clear we now. We, we have loads of... Yeah. It's here for you if you want it, but... Did they have the decency they to do that? No. They skipped it, so yeah, they can fuck off. The prof, the prof is is yeah. cradling something. I'd like to officially return this heritage trust flag to you because <laughs> <laughs> it's been sitting in my house for like a year now. I forgot it was there. So could you please just take it back? Thanks. <laughs> the proud moment. <laughs> I got the booby prize. <laughs> right, so, uh, there was over 200 fans in the Algarve, lads. Portugal was a cracker, and James, you were one of them. Yeah. Did you join in in the halftime rave? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, my God, I mean, me and Rave, like, I mean, it's hard. It wouldn't be on the same sentence, but I the, know he went. But well, there was something about this. the halftime music that everybody just sort of got involved in, and I mean, you know, I found myself like, I mean, doing moves I hadn't done since about, yeah. since about yeah. 19, 1984 yeah. or something, you know. So, uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I have to say it was, it was a good trip. Now, we, we, myself and Miel, the son Sean went over uh, Saturday morning and, um, <laughs> just for the Hammerby game. But uh, yeah, it was a good trip. I have to say, yeah. good crack. It, it sounds like fun and all being there, but <laughs> sounds like fun and all being there. But me and Jason, we had our own yes, yeah. Alba Fair adventure. We did. It was yeah. in Murray's on a Street. We had me, me, you. We're actually we were warned against going there because yes. Brandy is Bo's territory. Yeah. Who was a Peter Richardson or something was warned. Peter, <laughs> Peter, <laughs> also Peter was on. He was like, oh, they'll be able to skeleton. Then I wanted a hundred rounds to go. But myself and Carol went, didn't you? Mel Tomei. Not his real name. Oh, Tommy was there, was he? Yes. Good old Tommy. Gorgeous hair. We watched it and He cut his hair. It was like Samson. He's dead to me now. He cut his hair. Julian Assange. The link kept falling, didn't it? It was no sound, so... Some so kind of shit in that sense. So Jay was the yeah. commentator. God, there was God little, I missed it. Jesus, there was a yeah. Hibbs James Connolly sticker in the bathroom and you've never seen a man so happy <laughs> in your life to see a sticker in a bathroom. Wasn't James Connolly, James Connolly, he was born in London, wasn't he? He wasn't as Prof, you were picking people out. I'll tell you, weren't you? How dare you? We're after coming across a serious issue here. Where is that place? Please get on top of it. Yeah, so the prof. Get on top of it. You picked out a couple of people in the crowd. Oh, come on. That's too warm. I bet you all the money was on me. <laughs> yeah, so we were picking people on the telly, weren't we, Jay? Like you could see Forky and John Connolly and all. Yes, we were waving yeah. at them. Yeah, they never were waving at them. <laughs> 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 <Wait a minute. laughs> Cameraman just focused on Rebecca Dunn pretty much the whole time. Yeah. He's there bopping in the front. Was the yellow jacket? Yeah. We actually, we actually yeah. found out that we won by Twitter because the fucking thing, this thing went down. It kept going. Yeah, Remember, yeah, it kept, kept going, going kept going down. Yeah. And then went down at the at the. At Just the, before the last penalty, think, yeah. was gone. Yeah, but regular listeners, regular listeners to the show, we've been updating them on this all the time. Rebecca's big Russian hat. 
Do you remember oh. she lost the hat? Is that in you? Got it back. <laughs> she got the hat back. That was back. your big Russian hat. <laughs> we're delighted to inform you she got the hat back. Was it the Abbo? It was in the Abbo. It was a bit yeah, dusty. Yeah. She said. I like a big girl's been wearing that for the last year. Russian hat. Yeah. Girl can knocking around. <laughs> we can all sleep easy tonight. She got the hat back. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Jay, your mate that was there with us, he called us shams. Have a word. Have a word. Have a word. What's our mate? Is that? Have a word. No friends are happy. I wasn't happy about that at all. Shams. You must be from Sligo. From Kildare or something. Yeah, he's from. He lives in Kildare. Did he call us Shams? Okay, let's have a word tomorrow. So James, we we read out your statement to Derek Tracy on the show about how you helped set up his testimonial and you were spot on. Praise doesn't sit well with him. And mm-hmm. how many times did he bring up all the other long-serving players that we kept trying to lavish praise on him? That's just how he is. I mean, oh, he's, uh, guy, yeah. he's, he's such, oh, a, a, such a gent. He, he's incredible, yeah. He said like, to I mean, us, ah, I won't have a drink. Didn't take long to twist his arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a lovely, lovely he's fella. He's an amazing fella, like, I have to say, you know. And, and, and I said, like, you know, like, you know, we all have favourite players with Rovers, like, I mean, in terms of technical ability, you know, like, I mean, likes of, you know, Pat Bourne obviously springs to mind or whatever, like, but with, with Tracy, like, you know, in terms of yeah, loyalty, like, yeah, he really is, you know, because he just broke that mould. I mean, they, you know, they spend, they spend 17 years at a, club. at a club that completely wasn't fashionable to do so, you know, so... You love Derek so much, you copied his hairstyle. <laughs> exactly. I think you copied mine, actually. In the fairness. But yeah, I, I have to say, I love, I love the guy. Like, I mean, and, and I mean, Jesus, when, when I was asked like, to help with his testimonial, I, I couldn't believe There's it. not many guys out there that stick to a club for that long. No, no. Like he said to us, he said he was gone. Three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gone. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. You knew he was nearly yeah, gone a couple yeah. of times. <laughs> the tour plays playoff with Nor Nor Shopping, and uh, that was on Tuesday afternoon. We drew one all. We lost to cracker from Sean Boyd, and we lost on penalties. I should have been there. Great display. Uh, yeah, you should have been a lot of places. <laughs> Great display considering we were missing a lot of first team regulars, and we played seventy minutes with ten men. And uh, Bone and Dylan missed their penalties. I thought it was a red card for Shawzy. People were dis- disputing mm. that. It looked like he raised his arms he and he across Shawzy. Though. Yeah, it, it, thought, yeah your man, if, you, if you watch it, like there's two of them going for it, and your man kind of puts across. And I thought Shawzy just tried to palm him out of his way, but because yeah. of the height difference, mm. he caught him across the face. Not a red. Where he might, I didn't think it was a red. Uh, no. it, it looked it looked like a red of force oh, to yeah. me anyway. But um, so yeah. loads of practice, Carl, for <laughs> penalty shootouts. With three penalty shootouts. Loads of practice. In, so if we're in, in any of the cups, I think we're sorry. We lose our penalties this year. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Carl, would you call that a lob? I wouldn't call that a lob. I call that a volley. Call oh, it a half volley. Volley lob thing. A, a vlob. Who coined a new saying? Last year, though, Boyd was kind of lucky because remember against Celtic, and I was on your friendly, but he almost smashing attempts. And then Glenville. Was that the sound of No, no, that was that was Boyd. <laughs> that was Boyd took that shot from the south again. Yeah, that was Boyd. The wind actually saved. I thought that was fucking Yeah, it was a cracker of a cracker of an attempt. If you remember against Glenville and then Bodislav and the goals disallowed. So I mean, if one of them went in, could have gone on a run, you know. So I think I think Bradza does rate Boyd. I think he does leave a lot of time from. Go for it. Right, we're go, we'll go for a break. If anyone comes, oh, I see sand shit now.
So we have Lukey Bourne tweeted, he said a great 10 day camp in Portugal, three games against quality opposition, nearly there now. Rovers posted a few videos from training as well and Lukey Bourne literally just private messages there and says have a good one lads, uh, have a bit of crack and now that was, uh, that was after me posting the video of you Jay, you look great. <laughs> You look great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, ten-day training camp—that's that's serious luxury for footballers, isn't it? Yeah. Serious luxury for footballers. Can we stop talking about Portugal, please? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, it's a it's a touchy subject for Tommy. I think you need a chaperone. Yeah. So uh, there's videos of the the players training and stuff. Yeah. And you see, uh, it was Aaron Bolger's 18th birthday. <laughs> I said, did they egg him? Bulger was getting eggs. Bulger got eggs thrown at him, didn't he? Yeah. And see, like the the Portuguese interviewer like chased after him. Was like, but the protein is good yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm eight, eight. What? Yeah. If Tony O'Dell was here now, he would butcher me. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, he busted my balls over. Yeah. What's that? Is that is that Italian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we put the kids out in the Leicester Senior Cup. We move on now. And uh, there was a day later. Brazzer had only just flown back from Sweden, so Aiden Price was in the dugout. He was the gaffer. And it was a 2-1 win over St. Moctis, who tried to boot us off the pitch. Why was that scheduled the day after uh, Portugal? Though? Well, it was scheduled anyway, so... Respectful then to Senior Cup. Yeah, it was scheduled anyway, Isn't so... Isn't that right, Jamie King? Oh, never mind. Let's <laughs> 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 move on from that one. Yeah. So the first ever senior goal for Smithers. Uh, so what do we all think of that? Excellent. Yes. <laughs> so former <laughs> Jay's taking a little nap on the beanbag. Um, the first ever senior goal for Smithers, like we said, we thought that was excellent. And uh, former hoop Dean Kelly equalised for Moctis. Collins Haw- Colin Hawkins is a director of football. And big Philly Hughes plays as well. So Hughes. good old fat Philly. He was still big. And uh, Brandon Kavanagh had given us the lead from the penalty spot. So Brandon Kavanagh looks like a bit of a prospect prof. Yeah, he was signed from Bowes. Same as the keeper, Keane Clark. Yeah, he's quite he's quite, uh, he's quite nifty. And uh, Penos prof, Penos. More, More Penos. The three penalty shooters. But like six of that starting 11 were playing in under 17s last season. Pierre Fitzpatrick points I deal. So the keeper, as I mentioned, Clark, he's only 16. Darrell O'Connor, he was on the bench, he joined from Waterford. Gavin was out on the bench as well. 
Gambit was. was on the bench. He certainly yeah, was. Yeah. Serious, serious talent. Yeah. So that's another one. Yeah. So currently he was captain. He looked good in the middle. Uh, Low wall. He was involved in a lot of our play. He nearly set up Kevin right at the end. Yeah, pretty much an open goal. We didn't. didn't he could have sealed it. Uh, Eric Abudo left back. He's actually German. Eric Abudo is German. And I've consulted with Mr. Robert Goggins. And we reckon this is the first ever German to play for Rovers. No way. Wow. I don't think I can recall anybody. Mm -hmm. Nobody else here is piping up and talking about any Germans. The Germans. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so we would nine minutes of injury time and a bad clash of heads. Mocked this player, was stretched off. So hopefully he's... uh, Super Doc wasn't there. Super Doc wasn't there. He wasn't to mend him. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, Portugal Carl, yeah. you were saying the Moctis crowd was quite vocal. It's probably more Moctis than us there, yeah. They're quite vocal throughout yeah, the game. Big enough game from anyway. But like to, <laughs> but like to, for the under 19s to beat the Leinster Senior League champions, like to beat a seniors team, who who were who were excellent at times last season. I've seen yeah. them play a couple of times. And uh, yeah, no, it is. It's 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 definitely an achievement. Marcus probably could have nicked in the second half. Did good chances, but. Well, yeah. even I watched the the game against uh, against Cardiff, where they, they basically they brought on the entire other 19s. Yeah. And you could see Cardiff go. Oh, fucking great! <laughs> They're only bringing on the under 19s, and it was like the under 19s like took them. <laughs> when it was absolutely seamless. Scored like, another four or five I think goals. Scored another yeah. four or five goals yeah. when the 19s came on. Yeah, uh, exactly. But uh, yeah, that was their first win in the Leicester Senior Cup in three years. Three years. So we went out to the mighty Thomas Town and Collins Town. Yeah. We're going to win the cup. Yeah, we're yeah, going to win. Who did Dean Abbey sign for recently? Dean Abbey signed for TNS. TNS, yeah. TNS, Twiggins. Twiggins Stewart. She's like that, don't we? Yeah. Twiggins Stewart. TNS, TNS. So. Four questions for James. We're going to go there. We should have eight questions, but we're going to go with four. So. <laughs> Where are we going to finish this season? Um, I think we're going to finish uh, second. Um, you know, <coughs> obviously the heart says first, but um, I think I I really I think the Dock are going to win the league, and I think we're going to do second. Yeah, second. That's yeah. that's that's a fair enough assessment, isn't it? Yeah. And who's going to be our top scorer? <sighs> God. A tough one, you know. Like we we don't have an out now goal scorer. Um, we're gonna go with Gary Shaw. Gary Shaw, daddy cool. Yeah, daddy cool. And yeah. who's gonna be our player of the year? Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with Eaton Boyle. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a shell field. Yeah. Wow, that's a shell. Yeah, Simon Hill. Yes, because like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's all the risk you've had, but you know, like you know, just be, the player of the year doesn't have to be a like goal scorer, midfielder, like. But just what I've seen of Boyle, like I mean, he looks really, really yeah, you impressed. Solid. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna stick my neck out on him. And I give guess. us your favorite memory of Daily Mount Park. Oh God! First yeah. thing that pops into your head. Party. God, there's so there's so many of them. Like I mean, you know, uh, like this year, like I actually like my memory's not great. Like, but uh, Carl, you'll probably remember this. The the year of um, oh, I mean, the, it was the anniversary of Eddie Mount Piss at Dignam's Field. You know, 
2001. One one nil. I think it was uh, possibly Tony Grant. Tony Grant got the yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah possibly. Um, but you know what? Like, I mean, like, I suppose my biggest memory is like um, cup final. 1987 beating the dark 3-0 mm. oh, mm. yeah right so like I mean that's that's my memory that sticks out for you it doesn't have to be about balls like I mean you know like, yeah. I mean, balls are to me are you know they're minnows like they, they you oh. know they're, oh, <laughs> man, well, like, you know I mean, you know like I mean yeah they're rivals but like I mean careful now Killian M is watching this oh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know they are minnows like I mean you know so like, When we talk about daily amounts, like it's not only just about balls. Like, I mean, you know, we, we've had cup finals there, we've had you know, semi final replays there. So, like, I mean, yeah, 87 when we play, you know, we beat them all 3 0. Yeah, that's that's so that's we're going with that one, yeah. Well, so lads, that's it for uh, our heritage trust. We, we're missing one, but that's <laughs> good. <laughs> Give me a round of applause. Yeah, so next up, we have our Gary Twig Supporters Club, Stalwarts, Pat Kilmartin and P.O.D. Paul Dwyer! Down there, lads. Take a seat. Before Pat falls over me. <laughs> First one to knock over the microphone. So we have the Gary Twig number one Supporters Club, celebrated its five-year anniversary last week. And uh, have you been there from the start, uh, Pat? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you, Paul? I haven't. I only really got involved from there about two years ago, but really big time last year. It's so. a cracker of a sports club, isn't it? Really good. I mean, they're really laid back, they're chilled out guys, yeah. they're good, they do. I mean, they're, they're level headed, and I mean, they let you have a girl on the bus. That's the most important thing, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Paul, what trip are you looking forward to most next season? Next season, I suppose, with the. With, there's more fixtures now, I suppose, because we're playing a team now four times a season, but I suppose. One new ground wide. Cork, I'd say, would be. Cork or Waterford away, I think, would be the. Mm. Cork away on the Monday will will test us as well. Won't that, it? See we're, we're, we're back in the brand new well this time. Well, I think we will actually pack it out for that first Cork away. I think we're actually going to really give a give a socks in that first. I hope one. so. I mean, I mean, they're crazy to put it on the Monday in the first place. Mm. They don't just they don't. I don't think they give a rat's about the fixture list. But uh, since we're celebrating five years of the Gary's Big Bus, do either of you remember Alan Murphy, mate of ours, number ten. Number for, 10. He used to play for Rovers. <laughs> no, not actually. that one. No, he was a mate of ours. But he has some legendary, legendary moments in the bus. He was fond of yeah. necking yeah. naggins. He once tried to sneak in a bottle of Jack Daniels inside our flag. naggins. <laughs> into the ground. They basically just unfurled the flag in one second and said, no, there's, there's Jack Daniels. That was it. I think then he, they then turn around, did they yeah. turn around to him and say, right, we're going to confiscate this? And he goes, hold yeah. on. And then yeah. he just necked it. I already like he, it. He necked yeah. it one go. Yeah. He was so proud of that. Like, yeah. And just trying to get in. They, they said to him, listen, yeah. we're going to have to take this. And he goes, hold on. He opens up and he just trying to hold it. <laughs> and he says, sure. And just trying to get in before it takes effect. Yeah, so if, we're, if we're doing a great Twigs Hall of Fame, I think, I think Murph has to go in there. Yeah, so there was a big show out to him. And uh, Pat, you're not a craft beer enthusiast. You're from Manchester originally, is that right? Cool, yeah. So we have a Manchester boy in the building. And like I said, craft beer enthusiast. Um, we, we have to come across with one for you. We've got an Arcadia Kolsch-style lager brewed, the Wicklow Wolf Company. So you can crack that one open Cheers, and see please. what you think, considering you're a craft beer wanker as well as James. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need a bottle opener. Oh look, we have POD with one of the Jesus Christ, I need a That's over Christmas cracker, isn't it? It is, I can tell. Pat's choking it off. Jesus Christ, for fuck's sake. Pat, Riverside Jay there, Snuggle and keep him warm. Yeah, I mean, where are his keys? Yeah, so um, that's the craft beer. Straight out, Penny Hill carrier. And um, yeah, so we, uh, like I said, a GTSE stalwart. What's your uh, first? Me- what's your first memories of being on the on the Gary Twig Supporters Club bus? Jesus, I can't fucking remember. Which is actually a good. In fairness, it's actually, it's actually a good fucking. Fucking indication of the bus, but uh, <laughs> Jesus, I actually don't know. Oh, <laughs> neither. I can't remember either, in fairness, though. But uh, she can't remember. It was a great I mean, idea by the club. They called you out and they they got you in to collect your season tickets for you and your two sons. So that was a great initiative. Mm. And uh, my my son, Jaden's pals, with your young lads, Frankie and Louis. And they were away. They, uh, their eyes were opened when we went to Dundalk away. <laughs> and there was songs sang. What's a pee the I mean, Tommy I'm, remembers all the quotes from the show. Yeah. No, I mean, it's great. I mean, actually, kind of Louis, I have two sons, Frankie and Louis. Actually, actually Louis is on his fifth season ticket and Frankie oh, is on excellent. his fourth. Excellent. So, actually, this season, so... I think things are going the right way and you know what I mean actually they had their season tickets uh, when things weren't great at Rovers but they were still in there mm. and they still enjoyed it I mean to be honest I mean kind of last season I mean can, can, they were saying to me oh Jesus Christ we beat Cork and fucking Dundalk and I was saying yeah but we always used to beat them yeah. you know what I mean but kind of for them off Dundalk actually their whole yeah, their whole long frame long. of reference <laughs> is like kind of Cork and they're Dundalk the big teams are like, yeah. Yeah, been top two are, the last yeah. are like the huge years, teams yeah. and I would say well son actually we used to just fucking swat them swat to the side yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's a crazy perspective so, isn't it so it's actually great to see mm. I mean it's actually looking forward to, to see what the kids trip. do yeah. and can you know actually they're looking forward to I mean kind of they came on board <laughs> when we weren't doing that well so kind of everything that go, that goes forward it's like mm-hmm. You know, they'll it's enjoy, actually, it's actually a, a benefit, yeah. Because when the good times do come, yeah. it'll be like, but it's, we all it's, will. I mean, it's yeah. it's yeah. just it's great for them because I mean they just get sweets, they pack the sweets in the post, and <laughs> it's just a big, it's just a, a merry-go-round for them. They think it's fantastic, and they they don't even care about the game some of the times. But no. listen, it's it's, it's actually just a buzz. It is. That's it. Being on the bus and having it's the just crack a buzz. It's yeah, just yeah. a buzz. But we had the junior hoops launch as well, and that was the day of the Brentford game. And it it was hijacked to be honest. I mean, we were in the the dressing room and it's all very professional. We've got quotes above the the players' heads about about um, having like professionalism and um giving a hundred percent and things like that. And then it just turned out like Jaden has signed for Shamrock yeah Rams. yeah that was yeah. really good. But it, it brilliant. Yeah, it yeah. turned into a free for all where people just hijacked and they were like so Stephen who, who are we going to sign next we're like this is the junior who is Dan Carr signed or not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there was all sorts going on so it was uh, it, was, it was typical of that so they got a tour of the stadium the junior hoops yeah it was really cool we went all over we went where's the adults tour though yeah there was <laughs> do you know what there'd be takers well. there'd be takers on that because there was enough adults there and like so I said strong. they hijacked it Hold on. Jay Storin. 
I thought there was a swarm of bees. It's actually Jay McLean. Shut up, Jay McLean! Jay McLean's passed out on a wooden single and saved the commission. Just squeaking the door. He's passed out on a beanbag. Oh, man. Hold on, hold on. We're actually going to try and get a record on it. Listen. One, two, three. You got it? Yeah, so that is Jay McLean, everybody. Snoring his tits off. And yeah, so we lost uh, we lost 2 1 to the Brentford B team yesterday. I wouldn't look too much into that. Yeah, we made wholesale, ch- wholesale changes. Yeah, I wouldn't look too much into it. So basically, and this is a mouthful now, but our A team beat the B's B team 1 0, and then the B's B team beat our B team 2 0 in the second whoa, half. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Like you want to say that again? No. Marbles in your mouth. <laughs> so the bees. <laughs> bees. Yeah. yeah, the guy who scored uh, Theo Archibald. Don't know if anyone remembers this. Yeah, the guy who scored. He had a Snapchat scandal. His girlfriend posted a picture of him boasting about having affairs, and he was making fun of Ooh, autism and stuff. And he was forced to make a public apology. Yeah. Theo Archibald. Robert yeah. should sign him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. Still talking about Jay Clint. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any relation to Steve Archibald? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is that the Scottish guy, is he? Yeah, he used to play for Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Back in the he was Steve just last year, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. Hold on, did, did he play in Spain? Yeah, yeah. yeah and he was yeah. top scorer in Serie A one yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does anyone get it? I'll give you a... I'll give you a do you know what? A Whoever gets the prize... There's a prize here for anybody who gets who is the second top scorer. The second person. No. John Lineker. John Aldridge. No, there's a link. With Spurs? There's a Rovers link. Oh. Uh, Alec Campbell. Alec Campbell, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Alec Campbell, that's it. Oh. We have a prize, don't start. Don't there is a transfer. Actually, I, I was I was on. Fo- oh, thanks very much. I was on. I was on. Uh, Alec on, Campbell was second was, top scorer was from on Steve ho- Archibald I was that on year. Holidays with my folks in Spain. I want to say about 1980, 88, and I don't know, when Rovers won the four. The euro is born. I'm trying to make you feel older. Rovers had released four in a row T-shirts. And uh, so it was great, it was great, yeah. like four in a row t-shirts. And we were we were basically in a restaurant and uh, the waiter came up to me and El Rubio, El Rubio, Alan Campbell, Alan Campbell. <laughs> no yeah, way, yeah, El yeah. Rubio, was that his name? Yeah, yeah, because he had red hair. No way. Yeah, yeah, El Rubio, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that was him, definitely. Go. He came second. Because <laughs> we were talking about him and that was courtesy of Andrew Machos, by the way. Andrew Machos, uh, our, our unofficial statistician. But um, there's only yeah. But if you saw the team sheet for the Brentford game, you notice this time it actually said Daniel Cleary. It didn't say trialist. Oh, yeah. And the reason for that is the FAI actually told clubs to stop listening players as trialists. And if find out why, yeah. why was that? It had to be But the reason clubs were doing it was because they wanted to like keep their identity secret in case other clubs come in for them. Ah, I see. Yeah. Okay, so it's all tactics. It's guerrilla warfare out there, and um, so it's nothing to do with cards. <laughs> no, of course you'd say that. So we have a uh, Ogbeni actually moved from Limerick to Brentford, but he was on the bench for the fourth team the other day. So I think he's a little bit of a step above the Brentford B. And Stokes, Owen Stokes, played for us, and it wasn't mm. Anthony who was off to Greece. And we actually predicted this in the last podcast. We said that he would end up in Europe somewhere. 
because I mean somebody will take a punt on him that's why we yeah. saw about some some random European team will take a punt on him and think he'll score goals which is what the case was he was thinking Poland as well just before he actually like, signed for Hibs and he's off to you know that, uh, Greece because yeah. you know that uh, Anstos Brother Shane was with the other seven kids. Oh, so there we go. Another little, there you go. little bit of trivia from yeah, Dunster. Yeah, yeah, and we, yeah, had Shane, we saw him Shane from Kevin's. Oh, uh, delighted. There you go. <laughs> Nick, all their players. He, he, played, he played the other 17 team that won the Norway League. And then he came through to the 19s, but <clears> I don't know. A couple of injuries never really kick on. Yeah. I think he's got the pats on the 19s. And you mentioned this, Dunster, like this is a 21-year-old. Winger Owen Stokes, who was released by Leeds, I told and we had sure. another player called Owen Stokes yeah, in our nineteen two years ago. Just a different spelling of Owen. Yeah. 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 But you were saying you saw Owen Stokes, car? Yeah, look, the great first yeah. touch, look very classy. So yeah. I hope we sign him. Mm-hmm. Him and Cleary, do we actually need Cleary because we're a very strong yeah. centre back, but. I don't think we'll sign him. I think we're, I think yeah. we're a little bit no, top heavy in that yeah. side. But you were saying, uh, Paul, you uh, yeah, give us your thoughts on the game. You 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 took in the Brentford game. Up there, Brentford. Yeah, it was. It's hard to really say because like first first half was one team, second half was another. But like I thought, first half we were. Like, you have Lee Grace and Pico there just at the back, kind of getting there, getting a bit of fitness back in, and and Gary Shaw I thought was starting to get going again. Second half it was really hard to get going, I think, but um. I thought we did reasonably well. Hopefully, the fitness will stand to them, but it's who hard t- to really take. Who do you think will start centre half in both? I think it has to be Pico and Lee Grace. You think so? I yeah. Think it has to be. I think Carl's Car- adamant that Ali G is going to play left four. Yeah, yeah, I saw him starting there. He started first half against Brentford, didn't he? Yeah. I didn't. Think Not he the was first time he's played there. I think he's played great, to be honest, like, but, yeah. um, Clark is suspended for the first two games, so I reckon he's going to push yeah. Gilchrist Chris there. and Dundalk. Yeah. Well, oh, joke, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I think Trevor obviously be a big miss against Bows and the Lock. They're the, they're the real kind of up and at you games. But I think Pico and Grace have to start centre back. Yeah. And yeah. then I probably would start Boyle, even though like he is a bit fresh, I probably would start him in. And I don't know who to start left back to. I'm switch it. How good was Graham Burke in that first half, though? I thought he was brilliant. Really good. And, even, and even the show. finish as well. Like, yeah, it was like he was just on it. Like you know, hopefully now, like because bowlers aren't that great. Like if they make a mistake, you just hope Graham Graham's on it and just pounces. Yeah, but what we know, what we do know about bowlers is that they're they're gonna make it physical. Yeah. I, yeah. I reckon there's gonna be clipping balls in behind our fullbacks, yeah. putting long balls in, yeah. and just trying to trying to intimidate us, especially because it's a home game, first game of the season for them. But. I'm hoping our, our quality shines through in, in that but listen you can never call a derby it's no, such a no. hard thing to call isn't it for the, for the last couple of years as well like Bowes have obviously gone through their financial turmoil and they've gotten in kind of youngsters and probably journeymen and all that and you could say Rovers have the better on paper players but they always make it tight and they always, always just go pure physical and they bring us down to their level so hopefully you just need a bit of magic there at the top like, like last year yeah, Trevor Clark just pulling out Brandon Mila pulling out a bit of magic out of nowhere, yeah, and it's just exactly. ma- it's making the difference. So hopefully we can, with the centre midfield there, we can just impose ourselves, kick them off the park, yeah. match them, yeah. and then have our finishers up top, and then have our bit of magic as well. Yeah, yeah. so match them yeah. physically, and then yeah. just that bit of quality is showing through. So we had the um, we had the balls tickets. There was all sorts mm-hmm. of craziness going mm-hmm. on. 
supposed to go on sale at half time, but there was a change of plan and a queue formed very early. And they started selling midway through the first half. So here's what happened, right? Shane O'Dwyer made sure he was first in the queue outside of Glenmalure. He went up, asked for 300 tickets. He said, he said, I've only a tenner, can I pay later? And they said, right, go on. And then they were all sold out. And no one, got, no one got any more tickets. That's, that's, what I, that's what I heard now, right? Sack the board. Yeah. Sack the board. No, but anyone who wanted, like, I saw one guy late in the, or to start the second half go up and he missed out. Another guy said they posted out them. But very few people who were at the game and wanted to take it missed out. Yeah. Yeah. Very few people. Don't become a member, you'd be grand. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, stop eating chicken for the rolls for your lunch every day. Yeah. 12.50 yeah. a week. Join up. It's not that much of a much yeah. of a board. And fair enough. Twelve fifty a week. It, it, it is not that much of a board. And like I said, I, I, th- that's the reason I, I used to eat every every day and work for lunch. So do you know what? Start making me own. Actually, when twelve fifty a week. Actually, when is the last time someone has missed out on an away ticket for both? Yeah, yeah no, it's very yeah. rare. Just send the ticket on the can, post. Can, can, uh, yeah, yeah. You can send the Jody's hand. Although this time, this is the first year I think ever the ball is actually announced. Robert Sands will be removed from the joint. I don't know how yeah. they're going to force that. But it's, it's for like yeah. Balls, yeah, but that's balls, what we've balls. said for years. Like, actually, they're not going to do it. That won't be enforced. They won't remove they're not going to do it. But like, I, think, I get the impression that balls are going to snap them because I think they kind of generally do a big push on the first game anyway to try to sell out. The I don't first think they're game. happy that they got us. Yeah, they, yeah. We yeah. would have sold it anyway. Exactly, they, get, they, yeah. they get their first night and they get Robbers. Yeah. Onto the Bray or something. And now it's, yeah. it, it's, all, it's all the one thing now. So. Yeah. They're not happy at all well, yet. Fair play them. They've sold out. But actually, everyone that wants to go, I'd yeah. say, I'd say about kind of 99% people that want to go will get in there. Yeah. 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 It's really funny. There's a, I, I, I'm, on, I'm on, on Facebook. I'm on one of those uh, European football weekends. And there's like, there's literally people not going, oh, I'm looking for a ticket for the uh, Rovers Balls. And everyone's like, oh, no, not a chance, mate. Yeah, not a chance, yeah. mate. So, <laughs> everyone, I think that was Tony Kelly. Everyone's like, oh, it's going to be before you show. And they're like, everyone will get Paul, Paul McGrath said, anyone that sells a ticket over 25 quid is a cunt. And no, hold on. Anyone yeah, who sells yeah, yeah. no. anyone who sells tickets over fifteen quid is gone. Over face value, over face value, you're a wanker. Well, listen, let's let's have a show of hands here. Who hasn't got a ticket? Well, technically, I haven't, but I have. <laughs> so you haven't got a ticket physically, but you will get one. So everybody here has a ticket so for balls. Yeah. 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 So there we go. There, there, it's signed. Yeah, I've got one for my yeah. kids. Yeah. Is yeah, so uh, that was it. So we're all looking. We're all looking like we have tickets, and we will all be there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Baying yeah. and having all sorts of. Does anybody, does anybody remember the? This this might sound bad on air, but do you remember there was a, a quite overweight young man, at a Bowls game before, and he was giving Rovers fans all sorts of grief. Twenty pounds. He was above you, Tommy. Anyway. <laughs> And he was at the chipper van. It was the League Cup game. <laughs> it was the League them. Cup game. Yeah. And he was he was given an all sorts and he he got dogs abused for at least twenty minutes. <laughs> and they were talking about all sorts. Does anybody remember this? It was a yeah. big oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Do you remember it? And when he went when he went to the chipper and he got his food and everybody went, Oh <laughs> <laughs> And when he got it everyone went, Yeah <laughs> But in fairness, I think he took his top off after that. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave about, you know, it was, it was, it was brilliant. It was those moments. 
But uh, the first one, the boss said that rovers aren't allowed in the Jody, yeah. but it won't stop people. So you can, I mean, you can sit in the far corner if you're not wearing colours. Carl, where were we for the 4 0? That's the only time I've sat in, this, in the Jody. Jody. Yeah. It was for the 4 0, so I'm not going back. I'll never ever go back. But uh, that's. 4 0 loss or 4 0 win? 4 0 loss. 4 0 okay. loss. The 4 0 win, I was behind the goal. And like, like most people, I was celebrating. Gavin Brennan just got a screamer. And next thing, police batons were coming my way, yeah, and it was like raining down. Just on trying to celebrate a goal here. Yeah, it's been attacked. And I remember, I remember looking, thinking, I nearly got a cracker one. And I stepped back, and the cops were literally just raining down batons on random people, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. If you have to reach down at someone, like how much of a threat are you? For no reason. Like, for no reason. <laughs> if you have to like reach down to hit someone, yeah, are they a threat really? Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what happened that day. Anyway, that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, legend. Yeah, so that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the members packs, everybody. If you remember, your packs are available for you right now. You can go and collect them, or you can ask for them to be posted out. And um, we had a jersey presentation as well. So the official season launch, and the majority of players' home home jerseys were sponsored. So how did Kerr get one so fast? There's, I reckon that was a little stipulation of him signing for the club. Because Peter Madden said he is announced, and then like five minutes later, here's his sponsor. So who sponsored him? Uh, hmm. was it, I can't remember his name now. But, but either way, he was sponsored. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored yeah. yeah. for all your yeah. gourmet food they options. Sponsored everyone. Yeah, yeah, we're going. I'm going to have to throw out that bean bag. He's going to piss all over. <laughs> and you know, it's Daniel Cleary who's there. And he's the only one. Boy, I think he ripped the door off the hinges there. But uh, yeah, no, that, that was that was a strange one because Daniel clearly was there. He wasn't getting. And a he didn't get a number. Yeah. Which I find horrific. <laughs> Agent. Not, not yeah, no, yeah. not not for him, but yeah, yeah. just no, no, for him, because that's that's extremely embarrassing. But mm. well, I, I I I can't believe that the club can invest so much effort, money, and time in him. And he can invest so much effort and time in the club, and neither of them want. Like yeah, exactly. Neither what what is going happen, on? Like, yeah, Why yeah, hasn't yeah. he signed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, it yeah, was a, it was a yeah, done deal yeah. apparently. We were. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Tommy, that's a nice analogy. To buy a buy a lady a drink all all night and then just walk away. Pretty generous. And then we Dave McAllister who was sponsored by the Ultras. Come on, the Ultras! Dave McAllister! Dave McAllister! And uh, there was 9 11 the fall. An orgy of Ultras. Is Dave going to smuggle in flares for you? So tell us actually, hold on, we'll ask a quick question. How do you smuggle in flares? Do you key? Well, Tommy might know about keystering these. We don't. I have to go. Then the cast. Then the cast. Then the cast. Tommy, you could probably help us out with this. That's why I was trying to get my kids tickets. Stuffed them like turkeys. Jesus Christ. Right. So. So a trade went up on Facebook asking what we want to achieve at Rovers this season and you ended the post with a hammer these minnows an inch of core as well so Pat's not too fond of the Saints no I'm not fond of we've had this discussion many times you think they actually don't add much to the league at all 
compared to like your Sligo. Well, do you know what sums them up for me, right? The first day, the first league season opener, after they won the league, they couldn't fill their stand. They couldn't sell out the Richmond. After coming back to being the league champions, mm. first day of the season, after they won the league the league before. Yeah, it's not there, I mean. It's actually not so much that I think they're, that they're rivals because they're not... Cause no one at Rovers thinks Pats are fucking rivals, right? Yeah. But it's like for the last couple of seasons, they're like that club that are kind of below us, but they always get a result. They always pull out a result, yeah. and there's something kind of annoying about us. There's only a dairy and Pats we couldn't beat last season. Yeah. I mean, they're like the typical kind of Dublin club that that aren't really our, our rivals but they think that they're kind of above us and we just can't fucking pull out a result yeah, like, yeah. two they, or they three seasons you know you know they up their game they up their game they think that they're big rivals and they're not, they're not. Whereas, kind of yeah. most of us think that fucking bows are our rivals yeah. but they're like the culture teams they've imagined this big fucking rivalry but for some reason, the last two or three years, they've always pulled somehow the result pulled against the result us like, somehow. Yeah. And, you know, even when they're kind of so far below us in the mm-hmm. league, I think yeah. next season, like, it's a bit of a measure for us as a club that we're so far above them. Just, we Can we need to kick them down? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. And do you yeah. know what? No. What I will say is, though, my, my prediction for the first, first opening, the opening day of the season, I honestly think they're going to be Cork. I, yeah, it's just something that's in me. I haven't seen them play in pre-season. It's just something that they're, 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 they're kind of that typical. And actually, the kind of that typical club. Kind of, kind of every season they they sign people, players that they can't afford. Yeah, and they've signed all right players. this season? I think this you know season is mean? a bit different for them because they've actually signed. A, Reasonably decent players, but, yeah, think but they, have, they like, will up their game against us. So like they, they could go they on a losing streak of ten, just think, and, and beat, then play Rovers, and, and beat then them turn us over. Nil, I mean, and it's like we just uh, need to smash them out of well, it. Like. No, for me, for me, it's it's more about us finding a standard and not dropping. Like we yeah. we have to find our standard and not drop below that standard. If we can set our standard, and but is it a state of mind? Is it a state of mind? No, 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 no. Kind of, I think what Dunster said. It's a bit of a bellwether. I mean. I think like kind of clubs like Pats that are below us technically but they have this big thing about kind of the season that we put them down fucking four games is the season we probably might win the league. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. a sort of yeah. It's kind of like a fucking fucking kind of state of mind like, like the, for, it's, for me. Oh, for me, no, it's, I, it's kind of like a state of mind. You I have to put them down is, before is. and then you know you're a team like. Yeah. We just need to be consistent. We just need yeah. to find the level. Yeah. If if you look back on last season, right, there was there was so many little things that frustrated me. Like I love the Absolutely. way we play. I love the way we play. Right. Yeah. I love everything about what's going on with the club yeah. at the moment. And like like I always say to the prof, if I do have a problem, we will say it. We we're just happy at the moment. That's the thing. Yeah. We're happy with the way things are going with the Rollstone project with everything. Most fans are and but what I will say is that I think our discipline needs to be addressed. Yeah, big time. Our yeah. our defending especially like. I love the guy I think he's a fantastic defender but Pico Lopez has serious problems when it comes to defending set pieces watch him we'll, we'll, we analyse this I, I, I think we're too well covered in midfield yeah no we, we've yeah. a lot of cover in midfield but if you look at Pico right as much of, as, a good, as good a player as he is he loses the head when it comes to defending I mean I think there was at least I think 
in, in so six games, four or uh, four six games in a row, he was the cause yeah. of goals so from set pieces. But he was he was also yeah. a centre half pair of him and Webster. Yeah, and true. That, like, and that's something like, where we've I think something we've kind of missed. I don't know whether it probably has been discussed, and I might have missed it between last season and this season and the, the signings we've made. This league race. Yeah. I think league race. Stunning football. One of the best signings Rovers have made. I think Yeah. 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 Grace will come into his own this season. Grace will come into his own this season. I think it's a super. Uh, gain confidence from the second half after one game. Yeah, yeah. that was like that's a great <laughs> show yeah. because we had, we came away from that game thinking, who is class. this guy? He just yeah. he was yeah. aggressive. He was comfortable on the ball. He could fucking pass. He can do everything. And that's yeah. the thing though: is Ali G going to be his centre half partner? Is Pigo going to drop to the bench? Do you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. I know I know Brad's doesn't really do nil all draws, yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me if he played Ali G centre half with. League race played Lukey Bourne left full and Pico in front. Like, like Gilbert is a 6 foot 4. He's a is big he, guy, yeah. He's a big fucking yeah. lad. Like he's yeah. a big lad. I don't think he's an actual left full, but is he going to play three at the back? We could discuss yeah. tactics all day and all night. We will never know what he's going to play, what Brad's is going to do. I don't think he'll play three at the back and then. You don't think he'll play three at the back and then. Bail him out is be tight and finish yeah. where he can. Yeah. 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 But get, think, get stuck four, four, under them. And I think, to be honest, our 4 5 is. I'm going to ask the four questions now to both of you. All right. Yeah. First, and where are Rollers going to finish this season? Me? Yep, you first. Uh, Not where you'll finish. <laughs> If you ask me where Rovers are going to finish, I'm not bullshitting, but I actually don't know, right? I think actually we could finish first. I actually honestly, I mean, it's all up in the air. I mean, everyone's going kind of done dark cork fucking first. Yeah, well, or, 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 or whatever kind of but actually they've yeah, lost yeah, but yeah, actually yeah, they've yeah. lost fucking totally key players mm -hmm. Cork were fucking pants against us last season right Dundalk oh, we didn't lost. Cork last season no Cork went to fucking pieces and kind of Dundalk have lost what everyone says is the fucking key fucking players in the league kind of no one knows right kind of no one actually knows Right, I think can one thing we have in our favour is we haven't lost key players. Right, we're actually united. We're together. We've lost players in sort of cause the only key player we've lost is fucking Madden. Right, uh, I actually don't know. Kind of, I think that if we don't finish in the top three, I'd be fucking kind of amazed. I'd be hor I'd be horrified. Mm. I'd horrified unless we're going to cover. But I'd say. Kind of second or first, right? Yeah, that's really, what I'm gonna definitely. say. Just on what's on paper, just on what's on paper. But everyone's saying, kind of where you're gonna end. I mean, can the League of Ireland is a fucking ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, yeah. anyone that wins the league fucking goes to pizzas the next yeah. fucking yeah. season. Yeah. Give us your top right? scorer. Anyway. Go Who do you think's gonna be a top scorer? Uh, couple of candidates, isn't there? I mean, you give Brown. Show off, fuck it. Give us shots. <laughs> fuck off, you cunts. Show. And player of the year. Kind of played your ear for us or us and the worst or Finn Finner and give us your best daily world memory. Kind of everyone's going all the old school daily memories, and I have a few, but I'm gonna go for the fucking 4 0 because it was the first time that I ever brought actually. My son is kind of nine and a half, it's his first ever kind of away game. 
to Daily Man mm-hmm. and I said look it kind of right. don't I expect much him. and we fucking battered them 4-0 yeah. and it yeah. was fucking oh, scenes he was actually crying on the way home <laughs> so <laughs> you know wasn't the only one no no I'm saying no seriously kind of we all have memories from years back yeah. But, yeah. but that for me was mm. the best so uh, Paul give us your where, where are we going to finish I think what Neil was saying earlier on I, I I do think we're going to finish third, but it's going to be a lot closer. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if we came first or second, but I do think we will finish third because I think we're, I think we'll be in a lot better place than we are two seasons ago and even last season. But I just think that it's it, there's just too many variables going on. So I think we will finish third, but we'll give the top boys fairly close on, and I even I think next season if we don't win the league, I'd be quite surprised because. The chemistry going on with the team, and I think it the is, players. There's a lot, isn't there? I, I think the camaraderie seems to be off the charts. The last the five years, the amount of players gone and him and gone, like like even Gar- I think Gary McCabe, two seasons ago was the only one left from the the league winning team, and it was like Jesus, like Stephen Kenny signed like Kerry Gilbert and all these journeymen and all that, and it just didn't click. And then every year we signed these good players on paper, Killian Brennan's etc. Like. And it just didn't work, and it was okay. We'll sign good players on paper. It didn't work, so I, I think Bradley has it going now. For the last year, the lads have gelled. He's made one or two adjustments. I think we may need a little bit more, but I do think that um, we'll, we will actually really put it up them. But I don't think we're, we'll be challenging. Yeah, but well, I mean, I think I think we will. I think we will. Try, we'll put a spanner in the works anyway. But we'll be we'll be well worth our weight and go when it comes. Like, like I think teams will be scared of coming to us. And I think they'll be scared of what's going to them. I hope so. Whether I, hope, we'll, I hope we make talent fortress. I really do. I, and I think it has potential, doesn't it? It really does. And I remember with the Mick O'Neill years, it was very much a kind of a grab your one nails and get out of there kind of yeah. thing. But I do think that if we can make talent fortress, our away form is actually not too bad when it comes to like, like our fans will travel, they get behind the team and... I do think we're well able for like a Dundalk. Like remember when Gary Shaw scored against Dundalk there. The uh, Shaws he swivel when he swiveled in, got towards the edge of the box, put it around the post, and then yeah, the back but of the net, apparently like, Shaw doesn't score an important goal. Apparently, oh, no, yeah. like, well, there's, there's, there's always a time to change it. Like, um, I, but I, I, I do think that we will put a spanner in the work. But I, whether whether we'll have the full picture or not, I don't know. Mm. But. So give us your top score. Fairly cliche, but I do think Shaw. I do think Daddy that. Cool. Yeah, I, I do think that Absolutely. Burke and Mila and maybe someone else will chip in with a few. But I think Gary Shaw. Am I the only one who fucking too. loves Gary Shaw? <laughs> no, no, no. The guy does it all. Shaw scored fucking four goals. I already goals. said in my prediction, no, twenty-four she, goals. This year. Shaw, I think. Can Shaw score? Shaw scored fucking four goals less than the top scorer in the league last season, yeah. right? And he scored six goals fucking in the season before. No, right? Been, he, and kind of everyone is going, he's not a top scorer. He was playing up by himself after Burke. He got yeah, fucking. He does injured, that lonely right? role. Just actually know. give him a fucking. You made just a actually point. give him a season. You made a good point actually on the, on the Facebook that Ronald Murray only got like a few more goals in him. And if we had signed Murray, we'd been, well, like, we'd been delighted. Like, oh, we've got a goal scorer. Here he is. He got like three more than Yeah, but fucking McMillan scored kind of 15 yeah. goals last season. Shaw scored kind of 11 
But if we Sam McMillian, everyone would be going, Woo, everyone would be dancing <laughs> in the fucking streets. It's four calls less. And then everyone on Facebook is Sorry, going. Sorry, can you, can you do that again? <laughs> <laughs> and like, We're not no, 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 I'm saying, no, but, you know, and then, <laughs> yeah. and like everyone's face is, yeah, well, fucking McMillian scored <laughs> kind of important goals. But as she show us gold, as she showed, but as she show us gold in fucking kind of Iceland, Basically, yeah. got us about two hundred and fifty grand. Well, I think so. With Shaw as well, though. Shaw, so, what's an important really? goal? Shaw, what's an important goal? Yeah, Shaw does. You know, just give, really, just this, give this, the guy this, a chance. This is this is getting to you. No, isn't no, it? but I'm saying he's kind of twenty five <laughs> years old. I'm, I'm, but he's twenty five years old. But he's twenty five yeah. years old. Yeah. Fucking give, give, give him a chance. Give, give the guy a chance. Because and he's, and he's quality. Because he actually, McGuire and fucking McMillan were bouncing around the leagues, and they were rejected from England. Fantastic and actually Cork point. and fucking Dundalk kind of didn't sign them because they thought they were good players they just signed yep. them because they were cheap and they thought fuck it we'll bulk up our squad and then they're going yeah you know we're master coaches like just and actually give it kind of give a fucking player yeah. a chance and to Lee, come through and Barney, Barney made right, a great yeah, point yeah. in the last live show and I always refer back to this and he said McMillan was knocking around the leagues for years doing fuck all yeah. And actually, and McGuire he was as well. Same with McGuire as well. They did nothing yeah. for years. And it's then McMillan all of a sudden is no, no. a 20-goal striker. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give no. Shaw a chance. No, no. He's our player of the year. No, no. Yeah. He's no. bagging 20 no. goals for me. Shaw's he fucking listens. So Shaw's he... Daddy! Daddy cool! Daddy! No, no. Daddy cool! No, you're no. making noise a meter. Just because I picked on her. Don't make noise out like fucking No, no, no. Daddy, 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 and you fucking pick your place. Do you know what? But actually, well, Kenny kind of got kind of Gannon. He right? did it, yeah, yeah. Right? And he actually played fucking, he wouldn't even play Gannon when he was at Rovers, right? He put that's fucking Hill That's very true. Gilbert, yeah. And he's Sean McGuire. But then he there. picks him at Dundalk because he has good. no choice because he's broke. And then suddenly he's a master coach. Just well, kind of give players give a chance to get Pat, through. Just Pat, just and on your point, at the same time, he had uh, Sean McGuire sitting on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. And let him go eventually, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Let him go I think, I think with Gary Shaw... Kind of, I think the players that kind yeah. of come through yeah. are like players that kind of everyone doesn't give a chance. So kind of, I don't think Shaw is in that fucking... I think Bit Shaw's of in that category. But like Gary Shaw actually puts in so much work. Like, you, like, you have, like Sean McGuire had so many chances made. I know, listen, he got loads of goals. He makes the chances whatever. But Gary Shaw is an absolute workhorse. I remember when they're in. Um, I think he's a better forward than people give yeah. big time. credit. And for. that goal that he that um I think Rowers get got against Cork was it last year when um was it Brandon Mead from the edge of the box or he oh when when he met basically the, the ball was finished and he made his he way he chased out the corner, it all the way down and it was the defender's yeah, ball but Brando. he made it his own yeah. and he got it out late and it was his it was basically his assist even one of my favorite moments of the season and it was. Actually, watch that back just just for the makeup for it, and then obviously had a bit of magic. That, that is what you call graph. Do you know what? I mean, I think that, I think he chased his own flick on. It was yeah, actually chased it, it down, yeah. and then won the ball back, and then Brando ended up scoring that kind of yeah. um, out curled and out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's just like kind of shows on those players, like kind of all their other clubs. They kind of take the piss out of us for him, but he got eleven goals last season. That's not a bad. Is no, it? He's definitely it's, he it's actually he not a bad return. I honestly do think he will. And I actually think he's getting better yeah. and better. I think yeah. he's getting better yeah. and better. Is all, is all I think so. I think so. That he would play 
11 goals isn't, isn't fucking bad return, is it? You can build on that. That's, that's yeah, the, that's yeah, the yeah, discussion yeah, as well. Yeah. 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 Far better. Yeah, yeah. She don't take it. 11 goals kind of for a 25-year-old isn't a bad so return, is it? Just going to get Paul's player of the year now. My player of the year is someone who I didn't think would be great when he came back to Rovers, but it was already mentioned earlier on, Ronan Finn. Finn. I, I do think he will. When I, when I first heard he was coming back to Rovers, I thought, James, here we go. Like uh, he, did, he was originally great with Rovers, then he kind of went off the ball, went up to Dundalk, was great. He was came being back. played out of position though as well, wasn't he, by Nutsy? Nutsy played yeah, no, wide a couple of times. Big time. And when he, since, like, even when he signed back, for the first half of the season, the whole, the whole team were a bit kind of off, but... Um, he really came into his own and I think he's a great captain so I think he will be he's player of the season next next year and or this year favourite Daily Mount memory Daily Mount, Daily Mount memory like my, when I was thinking about this earlier on I was thinking I actually thought she was going to ask this question um, <laughs> uh, my, my first reaction was the Finn last minute equaliser <laughs> me and Carl first, first thing we yeah. thought of but I, oh, I, I think slash Anamanis yeah Anamanis <laughs> assist we thought so yeah but I think Ever since when when Bowes did us four 0 and Dalier with more or less Stephen Kenny's last hurrah, and they lorded it over us. I think when we did them four 0 there, I think it was a real two fingers <laughs> up to you. There you go. You can, you can pretty much eliminate their result. Yeah, there you go. Like so, I think between the one all and the four 0 I'd be leaning towards the one all because of the drama of it. But yeah, down to um, ten men and all. Like, the yeah. ten men and and just the kind of I always remember as well looking on YouTube and you can see like the. You know the kind of like uh, like fan footage from the sideline, and you see when when Finn scored the goal, there was a bloke from the Rovers end jumped onto the pitch, joined the huddle that Conor McCormick was given, like the kind of the, the fist bump <laughs> to the fans, to our fans, and then our lad, but Jesus, he's probably listening now, like giving the two fingers to the balls, avoiding the stewards, probably hops over the bleeding. The paint, painted uh, barrier and all that, but um, the anti-climb paint, which many of my jackets have been. Remember, <laughs> remember hugging some guy I didn't even know, like just as we I love random yeah. hugs, random football. <laughs> They're the best. Yeah. Yeah. Random yeah. hugs are the best. Yeah. It's like yeah. he's beside me, he's getting yeah. born out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a look at minute one. At one point, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a, a hug for a goal. At one point last season, I was standing with my kids, who was standing joking. I know Graham Brooks had a shot, hit the bar or something. I remember looking toward the young and I went, oh, we were like, oh, I don't think we knew each other. Look at him, he's doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we know each other. That's <laughs> the <laughs> like, oh, that yeah, so we're going to finish it off now. We're going to say, Pat, uh, you're a craft beer wanker. So <laughs> you you approve of our castigation of overpaid public figures and drinking of cans and shed while listening, listening to Slovakian polka music. That's one of your, one of your quotes from the from one of the Facebook posts uh, it really resonated with us and we thought you know what Pat's on the people <laughs> but uh, yeah we, we do like what's the question oh, yeah. what's the question we do what's like a bit question? of Slovakian and polka music it was more of a statement yeah more of a statement oh, yeah. and Paul you uh, you are a relative of the O'Dwyer twins are we right I am I am yeah. I am a cousin Keith and Sean Keith and Sean Keith and Sean Keith and Sean's army and also Shane as well Again, Shane O'Dwyer Shane's a legend oh Shane Shane's a Shane's a brother Shane's a brother Shane's a brother Shane's a brother no he did he's the old one Shane's a brother so we act it's for overs for us it's like more of a family affair because my dad and his brother so my uncle they started first going to to Milltown and then oh, they passed no it on to the kids. So uh, I think Shane uh, went during the four in a row 
and the twins were just just starting to to, to appear around the four in a row years. Like <laughs> like our um the un- my uncle there, Brian, he he passed away about just a little over twenty years ago, yeah. and the lads have carried on the tradition. So it was um it was very much a um very much an O'Dwyer affair. So and and Shane's even passing on to his his kids, Keith and Keith and Chloe. So it's I think actually Keith was um. Uh, was mascot for the Finn Harps match oh, last no, year when they're, they're right, Simon yeah. Madden scored that cracker for goal and it was like, yeah. um, this is this is what, what a moment to have here and it was, it was great. Yeah, to dad listened to the show as well. Dad's mad about the show. Yeah, he was. Um, remember he? Uh, he won a prize. He actually won a prize there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one of his memories when um, Paddy Mulligan hit the ball against. I don't remember the lad's name now. We during the pre-match um, during the warm-up, uh, Paddy Mulligan. They were just hitting the balls and passing it back and forth and they were just about to start the match and Paddy Mulligan smashed the ball off the pitch and knocked one of his teammates out and was going to start the match so he ended up being substituted before the match even started so um, yeah no, I was delighted that winning the prize and that so um, yeah the old and that was our first start. introduction to, to Paul and yeah, that's, right. that's it <laughs> his love of the show but uh, so that's it let's give him a round of applause that's the boys get out of the hot seat what happened did the phone go dead yeah, people are made recently. Do you get that place red? <laughs> <laughs> Podcast is gone. What did you do? It's time to get the place red. <laughs> 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 right, main event. Right, so lads, we're ready for the main attraction now. Yeah. And it's Nate. Come on, Nate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aussie hoop, <laughs> Nate Jameson. <laughs> get in there, Nate. Nate's brought his bag the whole last. So yeah, you didn't even like football until about what two years ago, year and a half ago. And then you yeah, got hooked by the hoops. Less, less than that, man. Less? Two thousand and... Started 2017. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so you've been... You've been my, lured in. My first away... Rovers away game was... In... Fucking Prague. Prague? The Boleslav, the one where we first met. The first time we ever met. Yeah, that was my first Rovers away match. Was that the one Deco? Did Deco win that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Deco, Brennan. Deco, Brennan. Yeah. Gary Brennan, yeah. Deco couldn't couldn't go, so he. I was. I think I was a fair way down the pecking order, but I ended up. I ended up there, and we had a fucking ball. I had a fucking ball. Eighty-seven points. Who were you sitting beside on the plane? On the chair. Ah, yeah. You were sitting beside. Well, he's he's not an Aussie, but he certainly sounds like one. Yeah, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. But he, cer- he certainly sounds like an Aussie man, doesn't he? Yeah, so I said, um, where are you from? Lads, lads, keep it down, come on. Lads. He says, I'm, um, I'm from Dublin, but I'm... It's like Mary Wilson, okay. <laughs> no, so I was sitting next to this fellow on a plane, and he's, he says, oh, so where are you got an Aussie twang? Where are you, where are you from? He says, oh, no, I've... I'm from Dublin, but I've, I've lived out in all since 86. See, 86 is the last time my footy team back home won a grand final, you know? So yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's the last time my... No, exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So he knows what it's like to, to, to on a drought, you know? A, so when, how did you end up getting involved with Rovers? How, who got you involved? Myself. <laughs> Myself? Silly <laughs> 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 um, You said you heard the roar from the stadium. 
Oh, two. okay. So yeah, yeah. So right, I what? The yeah, I was I was down in the you know Sean Walsh Park. Yeah. Store, and you could just hear the but. I don't know. I don't want to tell that story because it's for it's it's from a, a different football team was making the noise. Oh, okay. And I thought it was still it was Tadder. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 Oh wait, who was making the noise? Fucking Dundalk. <laughs> <laughs> still the noise of Tadder drew him in. Fucking animals. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking chimpanzees. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. People will remember the brilliant photo of Dylan Connolly in front of the Rovers fans at Oriel Park last year, and uh, you have oh, to yeah. see your face in it. Yeah, you showed me the Fucking, photo. Do you know Once what? Again, before we, saw, man, before like, we go forward, the range of emotions in that in that photograph and the facial expressions are just stunning. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic photo in any walk of life. Yeah, I mean you have you've hate, you love, you've bemusement, you've anger, you've you've everything you've in it. Never and seen you're an in the middle. man. In a photo of the Nate. Yeah. One. He looks like he's ready to kill Dylan Connolly. I was ready to fucking kill him, man. You scrote. He was like, look up. He, just, he, get, he, just, he give you that wink. Like, yeah, I fucking did. Yeah, yeah I just. It was, yeah, I, I know that wink. It's like, yeah. You know, I just I just fucked your cousin type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he was a bowsy. Yeah. That's all he was, yeah. I really no. hope Rovers don't ever sign him, mate, because they'll be... Do you know what? I don't think he really... He's a really unintelligent footballer. He's a dumb footballer. He's got pace. That's it. That's it. Right, stick, him, stick him on the track. Yeah. He's no good for me anyway, nice. but... Yeah. So Tata Stadium is now officially a building site. Boy mm. kids are officially looking for a translator. <laughs> 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 it's good to see that watching. Speaking of being a building site, where are we going to be hanging the flags? That's what I was about to say. Oh, this yeah, is the yeah, thing yeah. he spoke to us yesterday about the squad launch. We're going to have to get the drill bits out. I mean, are, are we going to be hanging it on that bit of blue yeah. uh, scaffolding or whatever that's there? Are we like that's this is a this know. is a thing like it's yeah. an actual issue. Like it's it, it, it is it is an issue. Where exactly. are we going to hang our flags? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think can we hang them on that? Can we bang a couple of nails in? Use our our rivets and our handy work to just screw it in. Or what are we going to do? There's a lot yeah. of flags out Biggest there. Biggest issue though when the new stand comes in. Where will my post stand? Yeah. Where will my post stand? He won't be allowed to stand Just as for end. my post. Has anyone seen my post? My post, my post, my post. <laughs> I haven't seen my post in forever. I've seen him not a Rovers, but uh, at a pool hall on Oxford Street. <laughs> <laughs> as you do, yeah. He plays in his own for a while. Yeah, he plays his own game. Is this one of those pool? Is that the pool hall you can bring your own drink to? Uh, no, because they have a bar themselves. It's a... Uh, do you know the one I'm talking about? It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Right. You can bring your own cans. Yeah, yeah but uh, you have a limo story, have you? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Yeah. Jeez. Um, uh, went to the Dundalk match. Right. Up in... Um, up in, up in Oriel. Done fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> was this the was this the cup the cup replay or the um, league game? The one with the one where they set the fucking pitch on fire. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. A few of them. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we mate that we went up there with, and next thing I'm fucking getting a limo home. Huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> you got to live at home. Yeah, How are you going to live at home? Oh, no, well, it's just... the rest of the day. What do I know? You got a limo home. Hell, how did you end up in a limo? Oh jeez, I really put myself fucking. I don't know. I just somehow. But it happened, and fair enough. I did. I did. I did get the tell supporters bus up up there. By the way, that's a shout out for them. Anyway. Uh, but, um, there's a there's a discussion on the uh, forum right now about whether the ultras should move to the new stand or stay in the east. We 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 east stand. Like what other ultras group in the world has halfway line? Like fucking flood of the stand. Yeah. I mean, there's. I think the one thing about that is like we do want to stay there. Yeah. But. I think that's the, the consensus at the moment we want to stay there. But we can definitely see a situation where the club are closing these stands for a lot of matches. Really? If we have those three stands, we're not going to need all of them open. Right. It costs money to, you know, to have stewards. Yeah. So it's more likely when we're playing with like UCD at home that they'll close the East stand and use the other two. Do you think so? And if that's happening, so we need we really need to talk to the club about this, but if that's going to ha- be happening... We can't have a situation where we're in the East End one match behind the goal another game where we're changing over. So that's the only thing I can see about that is if well, the East End is only going to be open for the bigger matches that might cause a problem. I don't like that. I, I, never, I, I, I never even thought that was a situation I'm that they would do that. That might happen more, but, but the only thing where I can see, where I can see a, a plus for the, the East behind the goal is, <laughs> yeah. is that like for a really, really big displays, the wind and talent kills. Like there's so much stuff you can't do because of the wind. Right. Where if you have that block, it, it, it will benefit it the ultras. Does anyone yeah. here hate hate the wind so much that they're actually going to take a permanent residence? In that new stand. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I the view that we take, the me, me and the prof, the view that we take is literally bang the halfway line, possibly maybe I mean halfway up, no, maybe three quarters way up the stand, and it's a it's a stunning view. It's the best view of the whole thing. You can see everything. You can see the movement of the centre halves. You can see the other team the way they form, the way they do what they want to do. It's 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 the best. It's the best view. We stand at the back of section P, <coughs> down at the car park. End. Yeah. And the, like, the view from that stand is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. Like. But that's what I was saying. If you're buying a ticket for an Ireland game, if you're going to Lansdowne, the most expensive seats are kind of middle, close to halfway line. <laughs> yeah. And then the ones down behind the goals are, because you can't see anything. With the, the, In the bleachers, the, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Four questions. Four questions, yeah. Well, we're three gonna, questions at least. We're going to go with our questions now. Well, I can answer yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, actually. Yeah, okay. of course. So we're going to go with, uh, where do you think Rovers are going to finish this season? In the back of the limo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be a fan for the inside of the top, mate. Yeah. yeah. you gotta, you got to, you want to realistically. I'll tell you what. Cork. They shot themselves last year, mate. They fell to bits. Boom, they're gone. And Cork. <laughs> we'll give them a nudge this year. For sure. No um, and what about top scorer? Who's going to be a top scorer? I'm going to go Dan Carr. Oh. <laughs> oh. Dan Carr, number nine. And what about player of the year? 
the shit I said on the uh, I'm going to be biased and say local lad of um, Melee. Oh, Brando, Brando, local lad, local lad. I'm loving this. Fantastic stuff. So, lads, give Nate a round of applause. That He's ever played Nightly Spilney before. Right, so we're going to move on now and we're going to talk about Mikey. Mikey, so so far we have uh, Mikey and Aaron Dobbs out on loan. Is this, can anyone remember, have we ever had any more loan players out? What's the most amount of loan players we've ever had out at one time? Any off the top of anyone's head? I think Scully loaned out. Scully yeah, loaned out a couple of players, yeah. Yeah, I think we had Lorcan yeah, Shannon yeah, out with them at one stage. I'm not too sure, but this, that's actively we're loaning out players. So we've got Mikey and Aaron Dobbs. So I'm Madden, Dave Webster, Sean Heaney, Luke, uh, no, Sean Heaney, Dean Carpenter, Darren Meenham, Ryan Connolly, James Dillon, Cameron King, Darren Clark. And is Darren Clark gone? Clark. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. He is gone. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't an official announcement, so and Luke Coyley have all left the club. So there's a big uh, turnover players there. But listen, they weren't forced teamers, so we don't know about Daniel Cleary and Owen Stokes as for the moment. Um, but we do have five new players and a squad of twenty-one. So it's is a squad. Are people happy with a squad of twenty-one? It's a little bit short, isn't it? A little bit. It's a little bit short. We do, we do have some good players in the 90s and yeah. Maybe, like and that's what they're thinking. Like, if we can, like, I don't know, it sounds as if Dan Cleary isn't happening. Like, I, I, I can't believe, after what we discussed earlier, that it's not happening, but it only is. But if we sign, if we got on stops, I think that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll be, we'll be happy enough. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about our squad now. We're going to go with our goalkeepers. We have Tomer Henchinski and we have Kevin Horgan. And we fullbacks. We got Joey O'Brien, Ethan Boyle, Trevor Clark, and Lukey Bourne. Our centre halves. We have uh, Lee Grace, Pico Lopez, Ali Gilchrist, and Sam Bone. Central midfielders: Ronald Finn, Greg Bulger, Aaron Bulger, and Dave McAllister. Attacking midfielders: We have Graham Bourke, Brandon Mille, and Joao Costa. And then we have Gary Shaw, Sean Boyd, Dean Dillon, and Dan Kerr as our strikers. So we, we all have the same belief that Hogan is going to start the season. No, 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 he was no. no. In fairness, he actually played. I think he should. He featured a lot in preseason. Do we think so? Do you know what? Do you know, so. remember you know, after the cup game last season when the Spanish when he was dropped? Of course, we're going to fucking ridicule Tom, right? But if you're going to if you're going to make that goalkeeper your number one next season, you have to fill him with confidence and play him. And immediately after his mistakes, he was dropped. Like, but if you're going to make Horgan your number one, you have to give him the number one, and he wasn't given the number one. Henchinski was given. I'd have, have to get rid of what was your number one the year before. Exactly. Is he, yeah. to he is given the number one has he jersey. Not, yeah, Murphy was number has he not, not stacked the majority of our games? I don't know. Well, if, if, we're going on, if we're going old school, we're going to go with numbers. Your number one. I reckon Horgan's going to start against Post. That's a great way we'll remember that. That'll come back to haunt you. If if it does, but um, 
Yeah, yeah so we're going to go for a vote. Now. We're going to go oh, show of hands now for our squad. No. Um, so I give us that. Give us. We're going to. Are, are we happy with our squad? Give us a show of hands. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety-nine percent. It's not just what you have. Well, it actually adds those. Yeah, yeah I think so. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah, pretty much unanimous. Everybody's happy. Yeah, Everybody's add, pretty much happy yeah. with our squad. Add Stokes and then. Like you mentioned earlier, it's the whole chemistry, the camaraderie, yeah. it's everything that's There is, on, there's a lot. And I think oh, Portugal oh. will help, help that big time because yeah. I follow all the guys on Instagram. Same with the prof, and there yeah, was it was really good to see them post a lot of stuff with each other having the crack. Bonding as a team, so we're hoping that they do <coughs> transfer that onto the pitch. And He's back from a power nap. <laughs> Jay McLean is back. He, yeah, I think he was dead for about an hour. Ask me a question. So uh, I've got nothing. No, non-rovers like because I can't. Okay, answer. first question because we're actually about to do this. Okay. List of hatred. Okay. Oh. So who do you want to add to the list? Actually, I've got a list of who's. The whole of Johnny Blue's back. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, lads, with, with, with the. Sorry, before, sorry, before we get on to who's, who's on the list yes. of hatred? Why not? Can we have Gar Can we have Greg Bolger officially retracted from the list of hatred? Yeah. Well, the person who added him has to retract him. I think. Who added him? That was Dan Full. Cooperman himself. Oh. I asked Dan about it, and he says he needs to be promoted to the people who <coughs> used to be on the list of hatred. Used to be hated but never so, loved. He needs to be promoted today. So he, he needs like a uh, 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 Roger Damascus moment. So anyone who sits here, this is this is people who are already on the list, so make sure you don't pick someone who's already on the list. Okay, there. go go. On the list of hatred. <laughs> we have we have Aaron Green, Ronan Chorus, Colin Bourne, the drunken monkey pub in Iceland, Killian and Gavin Brennan and their entire family. Thomas Davis, GAA Club, Rob Rogers, pre-match fair play, John Caulfield, and whoever elbowed Shawzi in the face. <laughs> Sligo, Greg Bulger, the FAI and the Gardaí, Dylan Connolly, players in the league trying to be friends with each other, not seeing how a player is after you've injured them. Stephen O'Donnell, Nicholas Vellamund, and Chris Shields, Louis Kilcoyne, the Andy Rover social media crew, Pats fans, Alan Alienhead Keane, the BSC, Rovers fans who still support the GAA, Dundalk FC, Joe McGlewan, the FAI, John Delaney, the 10 team league, the County of Loud, and Bowles. That's a proper Robert's list. That's a list and a half. So, who's on your list of hatred? How many options left, is there? Jay Maloney. Okay, Jay Maloney, you're officially on the list of hatred. Good up. Oh, oh, I thought it was nothing I love, though. Sorry, translator? Right, so that's your list of hatred. Come on, get up out of the hot seat and we're going to get someone in. Nate, get in here. Nate, get in here. So we give everybody a chance to give someone, put someone on a list of hatred. What do you hate so much that you want to put them on? Here, do us all the years. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> lad, please, please, this needs to. Fuck you. That fucking dude from the Dundalk, 
day, man. Which one? The one that drew the dicks all over our heads. <laughs> what? What? Who drew dicks on their heads? There's some picture where like some dude drew dicks all over us. <laughs> Who drew dicks in their heads? Whoever was in the back of the limo? You know, it's in, it's, it's, there's a picture of that, that fucking Dundalk fucking... Didn't come What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in there and he, he, he milked the penalty, right? And then he's like, and he looked up at us and he gave us a wink and we come fucking went bananas at him. And then, what the... Apparently, I, I don't know, I, I have a minimal internet footprint. Oh, he's talking about the man that you Yeah, so somebody, so me mates have told me there's a picture there and when they Carly. put up. It's Carly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, his yeah. face when it's the cut that drew dicks in our heads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 like the picture of Rotus fans, they're going, fucking, fucking, you little scrote. What's Carly on the list of hatred? There we go. Hey, 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 Dale Connolly, the guy who drew dicks on our heads. We're officially on the <laughs> list of hatred. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking anyway. He's on him for it. He's on it already, but he's going on again. Is he? Yes. Oh, there you go. That's, yeah, he is a fucking double dick. Whatever. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a double dick. He's a double dick. Right, Paul, get in here. And get your list of hatred done. <laughs> Fucking guy drew dicks on our heads. Yeah. <laughs> I think all the, all the best ones have been taken when it comes to like Bose, Delaney, whatever. Like, but maybe a bit of controversial. Like Martin O'Neill would be on my list. I hate Like obviously, when it comes to the FBI, you know, like it's just, it's just an absolute shambles when it comes to supporting the league and all that, whatever. Like, but when it comes to actually supporting the national team as well, like absolute. Shambles, yeah. like, and yeah. when he started having a go with a League of Ireland man like Tony O'Donoghue, it was yeah. like, Do you know what? No, I'm not like if you start if you if you're if you're being a bit of a dick. That was really cringy, wasn't it? That last interview. It was, was just horrible. it was so uncomfortable. It was there was no rationale behind it, like so. Yeah, no, not a big fan of him, and he he can go to as many League of Ireland matches as he wants with Roy Keane, thinking that he's great. But when it takes going getting the transfer to Preston, when it to actually get just to the get Ireland you into squads, the squad. So Ooh, this it's is nice. not really not a really big fan. So if you're gonna be a bit of a dick and not really if you're all hot air, Martin O'Neill list of hatred. So, so Martin O'Neill, you're on the <laughs> list of hatred. <laughs> Get in here, uh, El Nilo. He's gonna put Kimmage on the list of hatred. Cronin, Gary, is El Nilo the kind of me jumping backwards? It does, man. No way. Uh, so who have you got for the list of hatred? No, no, I don't know if I have one person in particular, but you can it's more, any, anything can go it happens a lot when you go down the country and there's just all this hatred and there's like treating us like animals when you go to a club and it happens a lot in Sligo. Oh, yeah. But then like last year, you talked about so many times when you go to a place like Galway yeah. and they open their arms and say, come yeah. on in, have a drink and everything's all rosy and it happened in Limerick a few years ago as well. like. They let us in when they were playing in Talmont and we had a few beers there. The prof was there for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One occasion we went to in, in fucking um, Longford, was it? Was it Longford? Longford. put the cage up? Yeah, I think it was Longford. Longford put a cage up? Well, a lot of those rural teams, like, they know that we've had a few beers on the bus on the way down, we're going to be singing and jolly and all yeah. that. We're not there to look for trouble and they treat us like we're going to go yeah. and ruin the ground. Immediately the they're park. thinking, 
trouble. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think Sligo are probably the worst for it, but it's not just them, it's all the kind of rural teams. But the places like Finn Harps, uh, Limerick and uh, Galway. Galway, who have treated with respect, yeah. we've had no problems with. Like, it's like if they So we're talking us. rural discrimination? Yeah, yeah. Rural yeah. discrimination is officially on the list of <laughs> hatred. <laughs> <laughs> right, get in here, Figra. Rural discrimination. <laughs> It's better than drawing dicks over her head. <laughs> yes. It's more exact, isn't it? You see. I can't wait to listen back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Figure, who's on your list of hatred? I'm not sure if uh, I've got uh, an individual to put on. It's, everyone's kind of on it already. It can be really. anything. It, Akinade's on that list already, is he? No. Oh! Akinati is officially on the list of hatred. <laughs> get in here, uh, Dunster, get in here. I'm going to be controversial. I'm going to be really controversial. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's stretching now here. Rovers fans who post on League of Ireland banter sites. Oh. Yes! Oh. Yeah. 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 Thank you. See you later. Now, are we talking? Tommy. Hang on, Tommy Kelly has something to say. Doesn't involve parties. Yeah, no, that's what we're doing. This is a tad conversation. So Tommy Kelly is now about to put someone on the list. Tommy, there's plenty of people you can put on it. It's not a player, it's not a club. And I'm guilty of it myself, right? Right, go on. Posting on social media immediately after the defeat. Yeah, yeah, well done. It invokes all sorts of nonsense. Yeah. And I've done it myself when Bork was sent off against Pats mm. last season. I think it should be. So you think we should you give yourself the Jets. a fucking hour to kind of relax and fire. I'm going, you waste of space. What are you? You're no good with this club. Get I'm, out. Hold on. Is it, what about John Borton? Is she going <laughs> James Cook, get down there and sit on the list. Of, we get some of our list of agents. Right, hold some prison with more. No charge. <laughs> so James Cook, who do you want on the list of agents? God. Um, Hogs whiskey in hand. <laughs> It's tough one because, uh, like, I mean, I think I think I've probably done everybody. Like, I mean, this Louis Coquine. Yeah, he's on it. Uh, he's on it. Uh, Margaret Thatcher, she's on it. Margaret Thatcher isn't on it. No. Um, <laughs> Jerry Adams. Is, is so personal. Jerry Adams. Jerry Adams. Where do we go with this? Because we had a different answer altogether. Oh. <laughs> Jerry Adams. Mary, Mary Lou's at the take it on. Put Adams on. It can be anybody. I, mean, I think in terms of Rovers, like, I mean, you know. It's always going to be football I mean, related, Rovers related. Yeah, anyway. I mean, like, in terms of Rovers, like, I mean, in terms of hatred, like, I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody tops Louis Kilcoyne. Yeah. Louis Kilcoyne's brother is now. Barton and, and yeah, like, I mean, uh, yeah. look at, you know, I was involved in the whole shit, like, I mean, you know, give, give, did all tell, the, tell, us, tell us about, tell us about, tell us about them now. So you, you were there. Yeah, I was there. Like, I, I did he all the pickets. I, I, I did, you know, the picket and talk it and the whole lot. And we, we, we did uh, the, like, I mean, the the FEI meetings. We put a picket, uh, 
every 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 uh, FEIP could we did it, the whole lot. Like um, it was around this time. Like I mean, it was like well, we did what we what we had to do. Like you know, like I mean, it wasn't pretty, but like I mean, that was just the way it was. You know, like I mean, you know, like we're not how about how about putting Rovers the Rovers struggle. Post Milltown yeah. on the list of hatred. The struggle with the and FAO. That's what made us what us are. Yeah, like I mean, you can't like, hate like, what like, you're like, 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 I mean, like at, at the time, I mean, you know, I'm loving, we, I'm loving this uh, struggle to put on. Yeah, the list of like, 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 I mean, at the time, you know, like I mean, when we lost Milltown, right? Um, we we genuinely thought like that the wider football community. Wouldn't let this happen. We wouldn't let Milton. So you were thinking, ah, we we genuinely thought that, like, we okay, we were naive. Yeah, we were. But then, you know, when when we saw what the FEI did, you know, like, we we it, it was then we knew that it was us against the world. You know, it was us. It, it really was. It, it was Rovers against the world. You know, and I mean, you know. That's what made. That's what makes us the, the club we are. To be no, honest with you, none, like, none, I mean, none, none of these influences would be here today if it wasn't for if it wasn't for that. Yeah. Because. Yeah. It no, eighty seven. Eighty seven was something. It happened. Paul was there. He's probably. No, out look, I mean, but look, there's, there's all, 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 all these kids. It was a horrendous, horrendous time. All these kids. They were. They were. They weren't there. And it's not. I'm not. I'm not saying it. But it, it was it was it was horrible time. Like I, I can only imagine really what it what it felt like because. Well, 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 because really like, no, he, yeah, he no, hang on. It's like divorce, because 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 you can get you can be you can be bereaved. No, but like I mean, but you know when you when you're in love for something, like I mean when you're in love for something, like I mean you know when when I was brought to Milltown, you know it's it's you know you know you're in love with it, like I mean the first time you walked out. Do you know what the, the fact that that James here, I I completely can associate with James because he's struggling to come to terms with the, the love that he has with Rovers. It's not... Words aren't helping to no, describe it. Like no. You can hear the way he's speaking that the words are not just there. I'd love to because, have the, the words yeah. described, to be honest with you. Like and me, you can tell you know, him, the, but, if you were here, um, you can tell by the, the look in his face that he's just struggling to come to terms with the words and to associate yeah, what like, actually he felt what, at the time. Yes, you lost Milltown. Like, I mean... It was, it was a bereavement. It really was. And I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, okay, like, I, I, I played your part in the, the whole cram thing and the whole lot, like, but, and I'm very proud to say that, like, but, um, you know, but, Christ almighty, you, you never recovered from it. Yeah. And, you know, it you, you, yeah, oh, it still hurts. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, we have Tala now, like, but, so how about leaving Milltown? Put that on the list of hedge. How about people who pass the picket line? Uh, that's not fair. Um, just a, you I know, this like, is controversial. I mean, cards. Like to be honest with you, people, people do things. At, at the time, right? I I walked over in Walkinstown, and um, 
I used to have to get two buses to, to get to Talker Park just to stand on the picket line, right? And I did it, like, all the time, right? And I'm not trying to say I'm a martyr, but, like, I mean, I was so... My God, I was so passionate about the whole thing, right? And I, I stood on that picket line every single time. And Christ Almighty, when I saw people passing us on that picket line, you know, the likes of Amy, you know, Eamon Dunphy being the obvious one, right? Now, apart from him, but like, I mean, Rovers fans, you know. Not standing with you, not standing beside you. Not only standing with us, like, not only staying away, but passing the picket. What? You know something? Let it pop. Honestly, it killed me. Like a fucking. I remember in Richmond we had the uh, the on pitch protest against Derry. Yeah. Yes, I was there. I was out on the pitch that day. So was I. I remember people saying, "I get off the pitch, you made your point." Like Rovers fans, going, "Get off the pitch, you made your point." Yes. Like, like I remember people really angry with them because they didn't really understand the depth of yeah of what was happening. Like this is like. Life or death. Yeah. It's like, but uh, there's, there, you have to remember that there are people who just, just want to go to a football match. I know. And, 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 like, and, I know. And, 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 and I'm not yeah. saying, but, but that's the point. So there was people who, after Milltown, still just wanted to go to a football match. I know. Yeah. And, and, and Paul, yeah. like, I mean, exactly. Are they the neutrals? But, but Paul, exactly, yeah. exactly what you're saying, yeah. right? I was, I was on the pitch in Milltown, in, in, you know, yeah. against Ligo, you know. I, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 just, 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 just for one sec, right? I just, I just, I just want to say, I love the death of, love the two years going now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So let no, me, no, 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 no,
Yeah, and they just go to a game, and they're not interested. Like I'm not saying it's right or wrong whether they're interested in the politics or not. They're just not interested in the politics of a football club. Like I've got mates who still now are just like, like they just go like they go to Tallinn now. Casual, they go casually. They do. Like they're not interested whether the ultras. Sorry, they're not interested whether the ultras have a problem with the board. They don't care about that. Yeah. But I'm telling them you have to be. Like, like there's, there's a couple of nights where the other, and they're going, why are, these, see, why are yeah. these cunts standing up here with but us? Paul, and, uh, and, uh, at the, the end of the day, right, right, if, if you're trying to get, get, get rid of it, uh, Paul, if you're trying to get rid of a regime, as we were doing yeah. at the time, yeah. um, you know, like whether you bring your kids to a game or not, like, I mean, you know, like, you can call it politics, you can call it whatever you want, but like, we did what we had to do. Like yeah. I mean, no, and, and, and we, like we put a pick on. Uh, like I mean, on every single game we played in Talbot Park, we put a fucking pick on yeah. it. And I mean, yeah, and and you know something, I every every single person that passed us on that picket, I still resent them. And you know something, you know, there's there's still some of them going to the Rovers games and. Whatever. Still to this day, yeah? Yeah, there is. And you know what? I will never forgive them. I'll never fucking forget them. Because, you know, I'm not a martyr. No, I'm not a martyr. But look at me. I was trying to fucking save the club I love at the end of the day. And these fuckers, like, and they fucking passed that picket. Like, I mean, like, oh. Yeah, I think well, no, but that's what I'm like. I, I, I just go back to like where like, the should be. You know, so he's not putting on the list of hatred. Right, I think we'll no, just skip it. Yeah, he just put them on the list of hatred. I think he is there. I'm sorry, look at me. I think he's saying, yeah, there are. Well, hold on, we'll get to you now. That was, that was, that was, we'll skip it. That was. This is definitely another topic that we do want to visit again because. It is is a fantastic topic that we would love to go into in depth, which we could have went into in depth there, but yeah. it's well, like I said, we can hear the emotion. Now we have Pat Kilmer. The emotion, yeah. So Pat's about to add someone for the list of hatred there. So Pat, go for it. No, no, no. No, that's the lads have finished up. That was quite emotional, so we're going to finish up. Who have you got for the list of hatred, Pat? We've given you some time to think about Well... But it's actually clear from listening to the lads that they all love Rovers. Yes, the passion. So the it's actually passion anyone that bitches and puts them Rovers, put them in. So anyone that, uh, yeah, that's it. Because there is the Rovers haters. How about that? Give a shit, yeah. The Rovers haters. The, so this, the Rovers haters are officially on the, rest the, the list of hatred. So we got anybody else who hasn't been up yet, lads? I think we have everybody, do we? That's everyone, yeah. I think that's it for eight, lads. We just want to thank you, everybody for coming to the show today. We had great crack. And remember, Valentine's Day is only around the corner. So what does that mean, lads? One thing. Love is in the air! It's like a, I thought about what I was going to say. I don't know what I was going to say. So that's it, lads. Thanks for coming to the show. It's the end of it. It's the start of season special. We're going to win the league. Yes, we are. So we that's it for me and the prof and Johnny Bills. Keep on hoping!